Uh, welcome everybody to uh, uh, another wonderful week in the world of the uh, what do we call it, Jeff? Go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. What we tell, what we call this the wonderful world of the Alpha Sport, the Alpha Sport, the Alpha Sport. Mark is on a whole. No- this is different right now. We're we're finally here. The what's NBA di- what's different about here. it? It's set. It's set. I mean, it might it might be a little set, and we'll get to we'll get to the conversations, and of course, the the two teams that are going to represent an entire nation of basketball in the NBA Finals. We'll get to that in a moment. But to begin, he is Jeff, and of course, I. I mean, <laughs> come on, I come mean, on nigga. what I is this, am, man? What, 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 what happened? What happened? Where? Hold on, we're 50, 50 seconds in. What happened? Yeah, about a minute in. I can't just. I, I just wanted to, you know, your just whole demeanor didn't change. Man. Walk in a little bit with a little bit of sazon. I can't put some sazon on the walk. I'm worried, guys. I'm worried. What are you worried about? It's about to be a long episode, man. How's it gonna? I mean, it is going to be long because it is our, of course, NBA Finals preview. If you have been attentive and listening to the past few seasons of rspn you know that these finals previews are packed with plenty of interesting voices and interesting takes as we prepare Mm -hmm. to find our 2020 nba champion and i would like to introduce our special guest this week they are two men that are very determined to wipe the smile off my face this week but before (laughs) they do so before they do so you have definitely heard their voices on the elite media group each and every Thursday on Play for Keeps. They're going to have a very special episode for you this week, but they're doing double duty this week, and they'll be jumping on with us, thankfully, to talk about the Lakers and the Heat in the NBA Finals. We have Cam and Drew on with us this week. Cam and Drew, how are so you guys? Do you do you guys on, have Sazon in your walk as much as, as, much as <laughs> we have? I just, I just wanted to put a little bit of a, ready, a little bit of an emphasis on it. I don't, I've, I've had Sazon in my walk since about July 2019, that moment that Anthony <laughs> Davis trade went through. I, oh, man. My chest been out for for over a year now. It's just it's the coronation that we're, we're, we're about to experience. The coronation. Yeah, what's going on, fellas? I'm happy to be yeah, on. Yeah, talk yeah, talk yeah. Lakers, Miami. Let's get to it. You know I'm ready. Oh man, Mark, you you may get jumped here. I can only do so much. I don't think I'm gonna get. I don't think I'm gonna get jumped this week. You, would you let neutral, me get jumped? I'm the most neutral nigga in here. I've already told you I can't allow you to get jumped. But I'm saying like, I'm I'm, I'm the most neutral nigga in this situation right now. Like I'm in it. I'm not even gonna say who I who I wanna who I wanna see win yet. yet. I just wanna I just wanna say that. I just want to tip my hat off. Let's get let's let's first tip our hats off to the Denver Nuggets and the Boston Celtics. One, the Denver Nuggets, you played an extremely large amount of games to make it to the Western Conference Finals, and you lost to the Lakers in five, but I feel like the respect that Denver is going to get out of this, whether or not you you, you time. like to uh uh, uh, account for that as to something I know a lot of people don't like the uh, the moral victories, but Denver is going to end up having very good conversations on what is going to have with them going forward. Now, Boston, as much as I'd love to give the props and give the energy, I just remembered <laughs> Paul Pierce ruined all of that for you with the yeah, stake earlier can, in the season. Boston, like so now it's just slow cook them. All, all four of us can slow cook Boston today. <laughs> yeah, this is it's it's nothing to me. Celtics getting no love from me. Shout out Jason Tatum from the crib, but that's about where it stopped. Is that? It sounds that's like it sounds like Nelly, uh, Nelly in that Snoop Dogg video, or so. Where Snoop was like, "Man, we don't <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah. Celtics or Heat, they get smoked." <laughs> and Nelly was like, "No, no, 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 Jason Tatum from the crib." 
<laughs> shout, shout out Tatum. That's, that's all I got for them. I mean, I, I wouldn't have minded, you know, another Lakers Boston finals matchup, but I like, you know, Miami. They gridded and grinded for everything. So I'm happy they got to the finals too. Yeah, for sure. Shout out the Nuggets though, too. Like them eliminating Bro, the Clippers in short. But I'm gonna have a good I'm a, my season is a success. The, Just nug- the, the Nuggets got Doc Rivers out of here, man. Yeah, they literally got him fired. <laughs> So Doc Rivers' blood upset. is on Nikola Jokic's hand. <laughs> so fucking upset. All factual. The reason that we are even here, and I am not letting up on this, Jeff, please hold me to this, because going forward, I don't care if there are 10 other seasons of RSPN, I am not letting in. I am not letting go of this take. I never, ever, 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 ever want to hear about the Los Angeles Clippers Again, yeah, yeah, we're done. We're done with yeah. that. Next season, I don't whatever hype there may be, whoever they end up hiring, I, it doesn't matter to me. I, it, to me, it's just it's a wrap. I'm done with those guys. Send them niggas to Seattle, bro. Yeah, for real. Like get, get them out of get them out of LA. The Sonic franchise don't deserve that. For real, like <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic franchise doesn't deserve Kawhi Leonard and um and Paul listen, George. Listen, no, they don't, they, they don't deserve to play in Inglewood either, bro. They, they gentrify Inglewood to bring this garbage out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Please, no. Like, bro, the arena's like, almost done. Yeah, yeah bro. It, it needs to go for somebody it else. Nice. It looked really nice. It's going to be fire, but, like, though, the Clippers. Like, we really got to talk about it, bro. Like, Doc Rivers got fired, bro. And I, people was in my mentions last week, the week before, and I was like, this is the biggest choke in NBA history. And they were like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> and then this coach get fired. Oh, <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is evidence. But I, you know what's really funny about it? Like, the way Indiana with Nate McMillan, how they were like, we extended him. Yeah. And then two weeks later, they're like, no, we're firing him. Yeah. Like, they extended him right before the postseason started. And now, like, we heard the Clippers were talking about, oh, no, we're not going to get rid of Doc. Like, we just gave him an extension last year. And Steve, Steve Ballmer watched the Lakers Nuggets series. See how long it was going to take the Lakers to knock the Nuggets. If, like, if oh, the Nuggets, if, <laughs> if the Nuggets would have advanced, he would be like, "You keep your job." When they lost in five, yeah, like, that's real. Go. You, you gotta, gotta go. go, bro. You gotta get up out. Yeah, of that's exactly like, what happened. So he was like, "I had a change of heart." It was like Gladiator when Joaquin Phoenix had his thumb, like, <laughs> like come on, and just put it down. Yeah, that's green. Yeah, you see, <laughs> he thumbs down them, bro. It's time for you to get up out of here, Doc. Like. We can't talk about the Clippers no more. Clippers look at the press. Look like, at the press. Doc Rivers departs. Come on, man. We we know what happened, man. For real, they talking they're about trying to make it seem mutual. Yeah, we know what happened. Why, why would he leave that? Yeah, exactly. Why would you leave? Yeah, that? Right. exactly, exactly, bro. You know, like you know the situation. Shit out here. Exactly. Like this is the life. Even out here for seven years, the Clippers traded. A, they traded a first round pick for Doc Rivers. Yeah. And he didn't even get them to the Western Conference final. I got an infinite two smoking. blown, th- two three one blown leads in like, the semifinals. You too. gotta, you gotta really analyze what's going on here, bro. How I think the greenest, the greenest shit that I ended up seeing. Last, it's I feel, I feel like this is still the greenest thing I've ever seen in my life. Was the fact that the Los Angeles Clippers traded away a large amount of first oh, round picks to be able to pull out Paul oh, George in an area where Paul, I'm still, I'm still stunned, I'm still stunned at Paul George coming out of that series and saying, oh well. We didn't really say it was a championship or bust season. Yeah, that was, uh, and that then was, and now the image that I end up seeing this past week is that okay, the next first round pick that the Clippers have, uh, those players are currently in the sixth grade. Yeah, and they show <laughs> I was like, that yeah. is the greenest shit green. I've ever seen in my life. Yo, like it, they better start scouting. Yeah, they, better, they better start showing up at AU tournaments. Like 
next summer, bro. Like, it's over for the Clippers. Paul George proved to me this season. I already was driving the slander guinea on Paul George. We know. We know. <laughs> but, like, now I, I got premium gas in the whip. Like, he – you will never win a championship with him on your roster after this postseason. When he came out, like you said, Mark, and said this was not a championship or bust season, it just shows that he does not – I don't know if he fully grasped well, like, what's bro, going you, on. You can look back the last two years, really. I feel like, and you and I talk about it a lot, nobody has lost more, like, stock yeah. as a player. Than Paul George. Like, last year, even when he was doing all that shit with Dame, he played horrible in the playoffs, and Dame shoots it in his face, and he's like, ah. It's a bad it's shot. A bad it's a bad shot. He's got a signature shoot. For what? Why does he have a Nike? Like, let's really, let's really talk about it. <laughs> Like, why does he have his own shoe? Not really. We're not really buying that shit, man. Like, bro, why why do you have his own shoe? Look at the guys who had their own shoe in the league. You have LeBron and Nike. Let's just talk about Nike. You have LeBron. He's LeBron. You have Kevin Durant. He's Kevin Durant. You have Kyrie Irving. He's one of the most exciting players in the league. Hit one of the biggest shots in league history. You have Giannis, two time MVP. No questioning him. Then you have Paul George. This guy. He had he, he before this year he hadn't been out the first round since I was a freshman in college. Yeah, like this is that was the last time I made out of round one. Never won an MVP award. Don't he doesn't even make the All Star game every year. Like he be he having didn't he year. didn't make it this year. Like why does this guy have his own Nike sneaker, bro? Like, hey man, like, look, Josh P said it, man. He ain't from LA. He's from Palmdale, man. Yeah, you already know he, he go somewhere else with that shit. Yeah, when he said that he grew up a Clippers fan. You already know it was cap. He wasn't. He wasn't putting cap. the knuckles to his face. Stop, bro. We all know that's not true, man. Bro, like grew up cheering for goddamn Ricky Davis and who? Who else played Quinn, him? Quinn Richardson. Quinn Richardson. Me, like, me. Continue talking about me. Jeff played. <laughs> Jeff played for the Clippers with Lamar Odom. Yes, we I have. We there. have the photos of the jersey. They, the best team was Elton Brand led. Is Sam Cassell they point guard on that team? Who oh they playing? Yeah, him, him and Coutinho. Him and Coutinho with, with Tim. Tom- no, Tim Thomas on the Suns. They played the Suns. They lost they to Tim Chris Thomas. Chris Cayman and Elton Brand. Oh my God, bro! Get out of here! Like crazy times, man. Crazy times. Tuning in every six p.m. to watch them on on Fox Sports South Fox Sports West, bro. Yeah, Come on, PG. Damn, we can Clippers. officially move forward. Clippers got clipped, man. It is what uh, it, it is. It, we are the reason that we are even here with the Lakers and the Heat right now. I am putting full blame, and I do not regret any of this on the Los Angeles Clippers. This is your fault. They wouldn't um, beat us. Yeah, I'm about to say they wouldn't beat the Lakers. No way. <laughs> yeah. This is your this is your fault. It could have been closer. There could have been something that happened. We could have had some 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 very me- good mental battles between the Lakers and the Clippers. Hyped it up not, all season. They're really not better than the Nuggets for real. Like for real. No, nah, you, you, you lose three games, you lose three games in a row, you're, you're not, not better, better than them. You're not straight better. up. And and we talk about that with the three one lead blown in the finals a few years ago. The yeah. better team gonna win if they win three games. It just is what it is. And, and and that's okay, but that's that's the fact. They took it took them six to beat Luca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which tells you a lot as well, considering exactly. how they won. Exactly, bro. And like like Drew just said, Porzingis missed the last what four games of the series? Yeah. They could they could have got smoked if he didn't. Exactly, bro. Like I don't know where the Clippers go next year. To be honest with you, Lakers gonna be good again. Dallas is gonna be better. The Nuggets will be better. Yep. Golden State is gonna be back. Houston still gonna be Houston. Utah still gonna be there. Like Portland's gonna be better because they'll have their full roster for the whole season. Probably next season, barring in, any unforeseen injuries. Like 
the Clippers will be a playoff team, but it just doesn't get any easier for them next year. Like it, it's done. It's done. They trade all them first round picks and they, they won't get one chip out of this team. Probably. It's crazy. It's do or not next year. I, not. I can't see him coming out the field next year. Yeah, if you can't come out this field, what you going to do when the Warriors, Katie and Ky- Kyrie back, like the field is only going to get tougher. You got another year. full, mm-hmm. a full year of, Another year of LeBron and AD building even more chemistry Yogi together. Jamal Murray Yogi and Murray, nowhere. exactly. Like, <laughs> like I said, Porzingis and Luka are going to be even better next year as long as KP comes back healthy. Like it just does not get any easier for them, bro. Like Paul, I mean not Paul, just Kawhi. Another year, his his quad deteriorating even further. Like what? Quad quad slander? Wow, I didn't think <laughs> we were gonna have quad, quad slander this episode. Yeah, like, I'm gonna slander him for sure. He gonna I have mean, to talk to me. He, he didn't. <laughs> What's Kawhi gotta talk to you? He gotta talk. Period. Like he ain't answered for none of none of this. Like he told Doc Rivers, "I want to play for your team, but the team is not good enough." And then he chokes, and Doc got, got fired while he put up 16 in the elimination. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Oh, horribly. After I heard all summer last year, how yeah, he's the best it. player in the world. Best player in the world because he beat the Warriors with KD getting hurt and LeBron missing the playoffs. Like, let me really analyze Kawhi's resume, bro. How much time we got tonight, bro? Like, how much time do we have hey, man, tonight? There's going to be an extended amount of time because this is our NBA Finals preview. So the usual hour that we have, let's extend it just a, let's extend it just a little bit. Kawhi resume right now. Then, like, this is the guy people were saying if he won the chip this year, he was going to be knocking on top ten, top five all time door because he got three Finals MVP. If he would have won, let's really look at his resume now that we can we can assess it without the gas being poured on. 2014, he got finals MVP. Most team effort championship I've ever seen, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, they beat the shit out the heat because they just would not miss. Nobody would miss. Like, nobody. Marco literally nobody missed. <laughs> it was not Kawhi dropping 40 a night. It was exactly. the fact that literally everybody nobody missed. Could miss. Nobody could miss on that team. Arguably, and you can say Boris Diaw, Tony Parker. Tim Duncan, all of them. Duncan all had bigger impact. They all had claim to it, bro. Like, he just guarded LeBron. Like, that's really it. And LeBron still got 28. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. And so, boom, 2015, first round, they get eliminated. And I think he, he scored single digits in game seven against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is a game winner. Yes. On one, one hamstring. <laughs> 2016. 2016 playoffs. Kawhi gets smoked by KD in the second round. Get blasted. He got voted third in MVP voting in 2016, if I remember. Or second. He was second in MVP voting. And he was first team All-NBA over KD. KD smokes him in the second round. Nobody talks about this. Like, we, we gloss over it. 2017, I give him a pass. He got hurt in game one in the Western Conference Finals. We can't fully assess it. He get he got hurt. I'll give him a pass for that. He wins it. He wins it. No, he don't even win the chip in 2018. He here. sits out a full season in his prime to yeah. force his way out of San Antonio. Forget. People forget about this, man. He sits out a full year in his prime. Can you imagine? What if LeBron just woke up in 2018 after Kyrie got traded from the Cavs? I'm not playing this year. I'm, I'm not playing. <laughs> and tries to hold it down? Yeah, no. Nah, They're going to they gonna hold that against him for the rest of his career, bro. You already exactly. know how I go. 2018, they got him out here. They, we'll never, ever get like a 30 for 30 on that. But him playing nine, like he came back yeah. to play. And he was like, nah, I don't feel right. Cause they cleared him and he was like, nah, I don't feel right. And that's literally when he started to like not trust yeah, the, the, the medical the, staff. Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. So, so they trade him to Toronto, a team that really was close to already getting to the final. They just couldn't beat LeBron. They won 55. Mm-hmm. They, they were the one seed the year before. Yeah. So they trade him to the to the one seed in the Eastern Conference. They go to the finals. 
they win the finals. Like get props for winning it. You know, KD was hurt. Clay tears his ACL, but you got to be who's in front of you. Absolutely. That's his second finals MVP. They talked the whole summer. This guy is the best player in the world. <laughs> best player in the world, bro. And mind you, in the elimination game against the Warriors, when they won game six, he was their fourth leading scorer, bro. He was their fourth leading scorer. This is the best player in the world. They go to this year, they come back. He don't play every game. They don't even get the one seed in the West. He you can argue he got outplayed by rookie by not rookie, a second year Luka Doncic for most of round one. And then he for sure got outplayed by Nikola Jokic for the whole series. And then game seven, Jamal Murray puts 40 on them. Like this, what year of his career has he clearly been the best player? Has he clearly been the best player in the league? Cam, Cam having a conniption right now. This is, like, this is crazy. Run. Keep going, and man. There's a guy we were talking about. If he won a chip this year, he was going to be top 10. All We're going to have to have some conversations. They, they were, we got to have some conversations. The narrative, no matter what. I'm glad that it, I'm, I, I'm not – it could not have happened any better than this, besides him p- losing to the Lakers. I, man, like, that's the only way that it would have possibly been better. Have, but blowing a 3 1 lead before they even get to the Lakers, I like that too. Yeah. Bro, yeah. 16, what do you have? 14 points, 16 points in game seven? Points. Nasty. I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on all of them. They have ruined the year of the duo. They have ruined <laughs> I told my thoughts on the matter. NBA finals. It didn't matter. It's a, it, right. You put that Clippers jersey on, you will never prosper, bro. It's just that something. Like, <laughs> is it? Is it the jersey? Well, that, I don't know, dude. If you go to Ingle, if you go to Inglewood, more, uh, well, they Inglewood already did rebrand. It, Damn, re- rebrand was just like wanna, what five, six years ago. Damn, I don't want to talk about Inglewood. Let's keep Inglewood out of here. It's the jersey, bro. Like they two, three, one blown leads on the verge of going to your first conference finals in franchise history. No, not gonna lie, I really think the team is cursed. Yeah, like. Like, no joke, bro. Like, you got to think, bro. This is literally the 50th year of of existence. Yes. Like, every other team and at least you got into the conference final. Yeah. Like, you can think of, like, at some point in, 50, in the last 50 years. Like, 50 years, bro? Bro, they thought – You can't find one year. He slammed – Donald Sterling. Bro, the Grizzlies got to the conference finals. Bro, Charlotte Hornets have been there, bro. Hornets, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, bro, let's really talk about it, bro. Let's, let's really talk. About, let's really let's really assess it. What are the worst franchises in the league? Like you said, the Grizzlies have no history. The Hornets really don't have any history. Well, the Grizzlies the Grizzlies history was taken from them from damn Vancouver yeah. and, moved, <laughs> and, moved, and moved into Mem- and moved into fair, Memphis. Bro, the the Toronto Raptors won a championship before them, bro. Yeah, but they had been to conference finals before. Too, but the, it's Canadian basketball. <laughs> Why, why are we slaying the Canadians? Cam is on one right now. Shout out Canada. Shout out Canada. Shout out. Shout out OVO. Shout out. Oh my God. Nah, you just you just right, slaying the basketball. Let's be real about it, bro. They have a bunch of obstacles to building a championship roster. You have dual. You have to pay taxes in the United States and in Canada if you are a player on the team. Nobody, no free agents ever willingly go there versus playing in Los Angeles. Like they have a built-in leg up on everybody just off being in LA. And they still managed to not get to a conference finals before anybody. Like that franchise is just cursed, bro. Donald Sterling, they will never see anything nice just off the strength of him, probably, bro. It's that simple. Like he sl- he slandered Magic Johnson. Who slanders Magic no, Johnson, bro? Like I, I do think it's funny the way that the, the Clippers were really like the laughing stock of the league. And then when yeah. Ballmer bought them, everybody's like, Oh, they run so well. They have an owner who like he write a, money. He'll write a check for anything. Yeah. Like, you know, if they need anything, he'll just buy it for him. But 
all you've heard is how well the Clippers have been run the last few years, and then they sold out for this year, trading all their picks, and have nothing to show for it now. Nothing to show for it. I can't wait till they go back to poverty in, in two years max, probably. Like, yeah, you know, I feel like I mean, there's no way you know Paul George or Kawhi finishes their career there or anything like that. So it, it's, they're gonna be back in the dirt soon. It, don't let Kawhi cross the hallway. Don't let him kiss the ring in 2021 in the, after next season. All right. Now, nah, see, the, there's no, there's no way. I really, no way. you know, Yo, you we're, we're running back. We're running back last summer. <laughs> well, honestly, 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 I really can't. Like, I feel like I can't see it. Like, if it doesn't end up working for him, I feel like he'll just, you know, he'll be somewhere else for sure. But if he was to kiss the ring and go over to the other side, that would absolutely be hilarious. And that, if, if there's anything that can bury the Clippers, it would that absolutely be that. Absolutely. It would be embarrassing as fuck. Didn't Doc say if, if he if he come to the Lakers, yeah, we got to move to Seattle. Doc, Doc said that last last, last summer, he's like, if they would have lost him to the Lakers in free agency, it would have been time for us to move to Seattle. Uh, it's about to be time, goddamn! Send they, send them to North Dakota. Send the North Dakota Clippers, like you said. North Seattle don't Dakota even deserve. They don't, deserve they don't deserve this. Send them to a desolate area. Gonna, like they, they've been waiting for a team. You give them Paul George. <laughs> they've been crying <laughs> for thirteen years. No basketball. Oh they lost. They lost KD, and and they they get Paul George back. They first d- diminished Paul George over I, the hill. I, I won't go. I won't go. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to no, Des Moines, send them to Iowa, the no, Iowa Clippers. But I mean, the Clippers moving there does kind of make the most sense, strictly off the fact that Bomber, yeah, the Microsoft and shit. Yeah, I get it, but I, I, I don't want to do that to those fine people up in Seattle. Get them up out of LA, though. That's it's time. It's time for them to go. It's if if like what is like moving to Buffalo? Then they come. <laughs> to Buffalo. Yeah, they, they were Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> All right, yeah. There's no there's no way LA fans are going to go to Buffalo, but we'll we'll have to see where Doc Rivers goes. The reports right now he's either going to hear from the Philadelphia 76ers or the New Orleans Pelicans. That will actually be interesting. But that's enough Hope about that's Hope enough about the, the reason why we're here. We'll let the Los Angeles Clippers rest where they lay, and let's put the rest of the conversation on what we have in front of us. Is it time? The two teams that are representing the NBA as best as possible in the NBA Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and our Miami Heat. Now, I'm going to promise everybody that is listening right now, there is going to be... Say it again. I said I said our... You yes. said hour. I said hour. Oh, okay. I think yeah, I think hour. I meant to say oh, I'm okay. going to promise our our listeners. I, I didn't know if I was oh, saying hour Miami. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know who's listening. Even. Cap. It really is our Miami Heat. Think about it. I mean, Cap. But I'm going to promise our listeners that there's going to be a non-subjective segment. Oh, here we go. You, you can't promise. I'm don't, going don't to promise, promise it. I mean, I'm going to promise yeah. it for everybody as as subjective. And as what? detailed as we were about to be on the roads that the Lakers and the Heat have had to what? make it this far, there is going to be a segment that is going to be no holds barred. And shout out, I don't want to steal anything from the A show. This is not there's no holds barred segment, but everybody is waiting for the non-subjective thoughts of <clears throat> RSPN, of play course. for keeps, of course. and of course, what exists on the Elite Media Group channel. We are going to promise that by the end of the episode with some very special <laughs> guests. But we're not getting to that just yet. We can't. We can't. We can't give you everything. We can't give you everything within the first twenty minutes. We can't. We can't do that. We have to start off with our predictions on what the NBA Finals was oh, going man. to be. We ended oh. up 
seeing some news within the past. What is, well, it was in when was the Kevin Durant episode of Play for Keeps? July, end of July, August. We ended up making headlines from Play for Keeps channel on the fact that Kevin Durant thought that the Clippers and the Bucks were going to be in uh, the NBA Finals, and I feel like that was a sentiment from a lot of people. Has your yeah. ideas of who would be in the NBA Finals have held up one hundred percent? No, for a while there. Honestly, I thought it was just meant to be uh, Lakers, like Lakers Celtics. You know, mm-hmm. I really did. I thought, hey, I'm sure the NBA would have absolutely drooled over it. Clearly, just off rivalry reasons. Um, but watching further along, as deadly as the Celtics are, you know, they're still just not ready, not there. Um, they still got some weak links to take care of, and I don't mean Brad, but maybe, maybe Brad, Mark, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe Brad. Some weak links. I mean, Brad got to be better. <laughs> Sure. He, he do got to be better. He do got to be he better. Not, he got the issue where he got to be better for sure. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he's anywhere close to like being on his way out of there. But I, I agree with you, Ken. He, he definitely has to be better. Um, I mean, I don't know. Minutes so, away from the conference coach. finals. Yeah, he, he got, got out coach two series in a row though. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. That's it. Um, but oh, I've had the Lakers for sure. I, it's you know, Braun, man. It, it's really just hard to go against him, especially the way that he's played at this age. Still a monster, still a floor general, you know, still a defensive beast. Um, but that that East situation was tricky for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I believe I'm, I started believing in the Heat, you know, and I told Mark right away. I was like, man, it's happening. I can, Doesn't I mean, this feel it, good? It, well, it feels good for you. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying for a basketball, it's a feel good story. I, it? I think it's great. I think the NBA, even though they probably would have preferred Celtics. Uh, and Lakers, obviously, but I, I just feel like this works. There's still a lot of storylines. Obviously, LeBron used playing Miami. You know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, Eric Spoelstra, which we we spoke spoke about a few weeks ago, I think this is his moment to honestly, you know, be the coach that I just I think I told you he is, and I feel like he hasn't gotten the credit that he truly deserves because of the the, the first run that he had with you know the quote unquote big three. It was kind of put to the side just because of what the roster was, you know. And Yeah, you know, you know how big you know how big LeBron. It's absolutely, hard absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, I think he deserved it then, but he damn sure deserves it now. Um, and I just think it's just – it's it, it's, it's going to be a great finals, truly. Like, I'm, I'm actually extremely excited for it. Now, I, I agree with – to piggyback off what Jeff was saying about Spoke, I think what we see in the NBA today – it started off with Mike D'Antoni's philosophies, and then I think Spo took it to a different level when yes. he unlocked something with the Miami Heat when he moved LeBron to the power forward and Bosch to the five and, and Battier. When he basically just surrounded, he played four-out, four one-in basketball, or even at times five-out, and it just made them impossible to guard. They were super versatile on defense with Chalmers, D-Wade, Battier, LeBron, and Bosch. And Birdman was the only other big they played. They basically committed to we're only going to play two big men for and, and it has clock as well. But it like worked. those are the main those are their main bigs. And so Spo definitely gets a lot of credit from me for just being forward thinking and how he was going to play defense and offense in the NBA. Like and with and I think he's maximized he maximized LeBron more than any other coach I would say that he's I played. With. He, he got committed to it, bro. Yeah, he got him at his peak. He got him at the perfect Absolutely. time in his career. Like where LeBron could play 44 minutes and also dominate both ends, but he maximized LeBron's skill set more than any other coach, in my opinion. I, th- I think Ty Lue did a great job with him in Cleveland on offense, but I think just 
the vision that Spo had for him and what he became on both ends of the floor in Miami, I, I think that there hasn't been another coach that maximized LeBron like that. And like Drew said, he got him at his absolute physical peak from age 25 through right right when he turned 30, I think. Like, mm-hmm. 25 yeah, to 30. Yeah, he got him at, at his peak physical and athleticism. But, yeah, man, Spo is definitely one of the best coaches. I did not have the heat in the finals, though. I had Toronto. Yeah, I, me and Drew both had Toronto. Me and Drew both had Toronto. I had Toronto versus Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I thought Toronto was going to get to the finals because I thought I had Miami pick. I had picked Miami to beat the Bucks. That was just a bad matchup for the Bucks, especially without them having home court advantage or any type of home court. I just thought that was a bad matchup. Mm. I thought that Toronto was going to beat Boston in seven. They ended up losing in seven. I think Drew had them had Toronto in seven as well that yeah, series, and so they lost. I didn't see the Heat beating, uh, and I think I had I had Boston in seven against Miami as well. I thought Boston. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be a seven game series. I had Miami losing. Me too. But. To they, be fair, uh, Miami just tightened up, man. They just tightened yeah. up. And it I mean, just, Boston, you know, Boston, the young boys started balling. Yeah. Boston dropped too early, too. Yeah, Boston you know, dropped. That, that didn't help. That killed them. Losing those first two games where they were up double digits and not winning either one of them, hmm. that base, that was basically what doomed them for this series. And, like, like Mark – I mean, not Mark. Not, like Jeff said, they, they just aren't ready yet. They still show signs of being really young. Right. Like, as good as their talent is, like, we forget Tatum is only in his third year. And, yeah, and yeah. it's Brown, weird because he's so good, but yeah, like Jalen Brown's only in his fourth season. Like they, those, their two best players are still really, really young. Like when you think of the best players in the league having the most success in the playoffs, you have to think of like how old they usually are. They're usually in their mid to late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Boston, they're they're just so talented, but they still are probably two or three years away from really being what they are going to be. And then you look at Miami, where you, you have guys like. Of course, Jimmy's been in the league for 10-plus years now. You have Andre Godala is a veteran. You have Jay Crowder is a veteran. You have Goran Dragic is a veteran. And then they have the perfect blend of young guys with Harrell, Bam Adebayo, um, Duncan Robinson. And then in spot minutes, wherever they throw in um, Derrick Jones Jr. or Kendrick Nunn, it's the perfect blend. And, and their guys understand their roles more than Boston's did. Like me and Drew were watching game six last night, and we were like, yo, why is Marcus Smart shooting more shots than Kimball Walker and Jalen Brown, like it was crazy. Like, it's crazy, and that, that's why I think like where I say Brad has to be better. Like Boston, it's no defined pecking order on that team. Like everybody thinks they're Jason Tatum, yeah, and right. that's the problem. Like that is the problem. And on, on Miami, everybody knows who they are. They know exactly who they are. You're not gonna see Duncan Robinson shooting pull up dro- jumpers off the bounce. You're not gonna see uh, Derrick Jones Jr. doing that. You're not gonna see. Anybody playing outside of their capabilities, everybody understands. Their role. And so that they they they're honestly when you go twelve and three in the conference in the playoffs, there's no question about if you're the best team in the conference. Like mm-hmm. they proved they are the best team in the Eastern Conference. You beat Indiana in four games, you beat the number one seed in five games, and then you beat a three seed in six games. You didn't even see a game seven. You didn't see a game seven at all on the way here. Like to only lose three games to go twelve and three in 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 your side of the bracket. There is no question about who the best team on that side of the bracket is, and they they look like it. Like they don't put anybody on the floor that doesn't serve a purpose. Everybody they play serves some type of purpose for them, and yeah, it, it paid off, and that's why they are in the NBA Finals. As much as it hurt to see that band aid being ripped off of that Justice Winslow trade earlier this summer, to see what came <laughs> hey, from it with yeah, Andre Iguodala and Jay Crowder, it makes being sense, right? Heavy anchors in not only offense but a lot of the defense as well. Uh, the trade was worth it just for last night. For yeah, 
Like really? last night alone, what do you make four three pointers? Yeah, yeah, like that. The Crowder that, Butler shit is kind of like that's a great story as well, man. I'm really happy for both those guys. Two Marquette guys. Yeah, man. I, I just think because you know it, it's when I was younger, just watching them. You know, it's kind of it's just crazy how like time goes by. I can't believe that yeah. you know those guys are going to the NBA finals. It's crazy. They both Marquette guys on Miami, and then Miami's franchise best player, yeah. Dwayne Wade, is a Marquette isn't guy. That, as well. Isn't that nuts, bro? I mean, you can't make this type of shit up. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's crazy to think about. It's really crazy to think about. <clears throat> now, how has that how has that translated to the other side? Because as we talk about Miami's road, Los Angeles's road, I feel like people and and, and this is this is truly the thing with the Los Angeles Lakers and when it comes to their roads to the playoffs. And you kind of have to define these certain things in these conversations before these playoffs begin. Because as the playoffs began, and this is something that me and Jeff wanted to specify, as much as it's fun to be like, Woohoo, Lillard's gonna drop sixty, y'all boys are yeah, in trouble. Yeah. No, none of us are picking the, the Trailblazers to upset this series. Yeah. And you start seeing that. In the Rocket series, you see it in the Nugget series. People like to tap dance around the line. And then when you see the Lakers being able to clean up series in five games, and, and granted, their mess-ups in their game ones were the, with, with their with their losses with the Trailblazers and the, the Rockets. Those end up getting analyzed in an area where they clean it up literally immediately and are yeah. able to finish these series how has los angeles's road to the finals been as people have seemed to walk back a lot of their their takes and be like oh well los angeles was gonna do that anyway yeah let me let me speak before because i'm the most neutral one here in this in this situation i just want to say like i feel like because lebron is involved in this in this team everyone in the back of the head in the back of their heads they already know hey the lakers have a chance to go to the nba finals if this yeah. man is on your team and he's competing at a high level like he has been for so long, they have a chance to go to the final. So it was, as far as the West is concerned, it is very difficult to not keep them in the conversation, regardless of, you know, injuries or what may have happened and, you know, getting to the road, getting there, you know, maybe losing game that you didn't think they were going to lose or a bad performance from a role player like Kuzma, whatever, whatever it may have been, you were still like, well, LeBron, AD, I mean, when AD is playing at the highest level, meaning the best player in the world, they yeah. cannot be beaten. They can't be beaten. And it's clear. Yeah, bro. But like, we're to a point where people also feel like LeBron is still the best player in the league. And now we're getting in a conversation where we, we, we have to start asking ourselves, Anthony Davis, I mean, just look at him. When he's, when he's locked in, they're not it's, – it's just – they're going to win. What people needed to understand, and me and Drew have discussed this as well, they only needed to beat the Clippers. That first game they played the Clippers in the bubble to secure mm -hmm. the one seed in the West. Once they beat the Clippers that first game, nothing that came after that mattered for them. They just needed to be healthy going into the playoffs. They basically they locked the one seed up once they beat the Clippers. And then once they beat the Nuggets, they completely locked it up. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so and that was the third game in the bubble. So there was no there were no concerns. For me personally, from anything I saw in the bubble, but of course, like Jeff said, when you have LeBron James involved and the Lakers, you have to people like you know that they can go far, but people also want to be on the opposite side as well. They kind of want to you want to see them fall a little bit. At least the public does to some extent. Mm -hmm. And so that led to people saying stuff like, oh, they're going to be in trouble if they see the Blazers in round one or they don't mm -hmm. want to they can't beat the Clippers or whatever it may be. And like like you both said, like after game one against the Blazers. They made the necessary adjustments immediately. 
and ran through the series. Same thing happened against Houston after game one. They started trapping Harden out top. We're going to make Westbrook beat us. Westbrook has to score 40 points, and he couldn't score 40 points efficiently. They had no chance. <clears throat> and I think the big thing with the Lakers, whereas – and I think Miami has this to a certain extent, but not quite to the level the Lakers do, and it's mainly because of what Jeff said about LeBron and Anthony Davis. The Lakers have probably the best roster versatility of anybody in the league. Like, And it's crazy how it happened. Yeah, you can see like every series they've made a different adjustment in the starting lineup pretty much like they started javel in in round one at, at the five then they went small in in the second round against houston and put marquise morris in the start mm-hmm. took javel out then against the the nuggets javel couldn't guard Jokic. we need to put somebody bigger more quicker a little bit more experienced on them dwight howard you come in and start immediately yep. they just have a, they have different level of roster flexibility and versatility than most other teams in the nba and then when you have guys like Rondo Caruso who come off of your bench and play elite level defense on the perimeter and have a crazy chemistry with one another, but then also LeBron and, and Caruso were the best statistically the best two man tandem in the league as far as plus minus this year. They just have too many different guys on the defensive side of the floor specifically because they just they just lock in at a different level on that end of the floor and it allows them to basically be able to guard anybody after you they, they are a team that does get punched in the mouth first it does seem like it takes that for them like it happened against the blazers and it happened against the rockets i wouldn't be surprised if it happened against the heat they get punched in the mouth first but they make immediate adjustments after being punched in the mouth if they do get punched in the mouth and that's like the hardest thing like jeff said i can't remember a time in the playoffs. i can't remember the last time where a team had the two best players in the field like it's crazy clicking like this it probably honestly might have been Shaq and Kobe where like when Kobe would be clicking at like his highest level and then Shaq would be playing like how Shaq does and it's just like no there's two best guys in the field like the Lakers right now have for the playoffs they've had the two best guys like they their two guys have played better than everybody else's guys like LeBron is still LeBron and like 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 Jeff said like Anthony Davis has had moments throughout this postseason where you legitimately look at him and you like yo and then like you see game five against the nuggets when lebron is like no like i'm still i'm still that guy like i'm still the best player in the world and it's just crazy to witness it allows for your margin of error as a team to be extremely wide when you have the two best players on the floor at all times like you just you 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 get more leeway you have more room to make mistakes because those two guys you know every night you're getting 60 points combined from them you mm-hmm. know you're getting 60 points at least from both of those guys they're going to get you 60 points come on and if, and if they need to get you more they can get you more so like it's a crazy stat the lakers three losses this year they in the playoffs they're 12 and 0 when they shoot just 30 percent from three <laughs> just 30 that's the bar 30 percent. that's crazy. well below league average that's not even good like they just need to make 30 percent. so basically if their role players just do not shit the bed yeah. they do not lose like if the other guys just play at a, a league average replacement level, they will win games. That's how good their tandem is. And it I'm not surprised by what they did without the Clippers getting with the Clippers being eliminated. I said in February, anybody not named the Clippers is a five game series out west. And it came to fruition. It's just not a many it's not many teams who have the firepower to combat LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing at their peak level in a playoff setting. Like it's just hard to to overcome that. Now, we're going to jump into a break in a brief moment. But before we actually jump into the commercial break to get into the remainder of our NBA Finals preview, 
with that said between the Lakers and the Heat, who ends up being who ends up being or having the ability, I should say, to be the true underdog in this series? Because as much as I thought that it was the Miami Heat, I've seen a whole lot of we believe with some Lakers images and some Lakers tweets. Where did did this suddenly come from that the Los Angeles Lakers are the underdogs in the NBA Finals? Jackie McMillan. (laughs) (laughs) She she planted her flag that this was a 35-win team. (laughs) So now we became we we believe Lakers. Chris Mannix, all these guys. Every turn – they nitpicked a team that had two of the top five players in the league. And I just didn't get it. And I'm glad the Laker Nation were leaning all the way into that. Yeah. Like, the Heat are clearly the underdog. Clearly. Like, on paper, and anybody with common sense would tell you, like, this probably is one of the bigger underdogs in my lifetime as far as the NBA Finals entering it. Yeah. But Lakers fans have taken this this We Believe moniker because, like Drew said, when the Clippers got Kawhi Leonard, we got the Lakers got written off immediately. They got wrote off immediately by the national sports media, everybody. And, like, I'm glad that Jeff and you both hit on this. Like, if you have LeBron, it's way more interesting, and you'll get more clicks, more views, anything, if you go against LeBron and say why he will lose or why the Lakers will lose. Just to say, yo, they are going to be really fucking good, and it's going to be hard to beat them. It's it's too easy. It's boring just saying – LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to be really good. They're going to win 55-plus games, and they're probably going to make at least the conference finals. There's, there's no there's no suspense, you, no thrill in saying that. It's a lot more fun to pick why they can't win and say, bullshit, honestly, like Anthony Davis doesn't have any killer instinct or the Clippers have more dogs than the Lakers or whatever. Hmm. Like, But the Heat are clearly the underdogs. Like, It's fun to play the We Believe moniker as Lakers fans because <laughs> – of all the bullshit that they've had to hear throughout the regular season, but it is clear as day the Miami Heat are definitely the underdogs in this series. Now we're going to get to what we have that remains out of our finals preview, which I want to bring up a J.A. Adande tweet that actually had me very interested uh, in his conversation of LeBron James and the Miami Heat from previous years. You saw Rachel Nichols' question pretty much get batted down by Eric Spolster as they tried to... um, enjoy what was a very hard-fought conference finals win but i actually do want to jump into that area as we also talk about what a fourth nba championship will do from lebron james uh the comparisons between the 2020 miami heat and a past nba champion as well as well as our promised non-subjective segment but (laughs) We will get to that after this break, so stay tuned. It is RSPN on the Elite Media Group. We'll be back after this. And that's it. You're world champion. No matter how far back you go, we've never seen anything quite like this. Welcome to the NBA bubble. Let's go! Incredible! This is history in the making. This play in the bubble has been what legends are made of. NBA Finals unlike any other. The NBA Finals, it's a whole new game. All right, we are back. Yeah. RSPN, episode 39. He is Jeff. I am Mark. Of course, we have the Play for Keeps team with us to discuss everything going on with the NBA Finals this week. It has not gotten hectic just yet. I would just like to, I would just like to thank Cam and Drew. This is not... <laughs> been a hostile environment as of yet. I think all I think the the two of us being both Lakers and Heat fans, we have had a, a mutual appreciation and respect for one another. 
no, you man. know what? It's just going to be a fire, calm man. remainder of Light this fire. finals preview, right? Light the fire, man. Cam, what y'all fire? lose the fire. Bro, we not we this this series is going five. I'm I will be generous and say five. I will give wow. you a game. What he is Jet? What is Jet? No, 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 no. The Heat, the Heat don't need generosity. What's what's the real? What's the real? What's the real take? The heard, all right, you, you want me? There's the negativity. One hundred percent honest. You want me? What's the real? Uh, before before we get to the non-subjective segment with all predictions and propositions, let's I've just give it. a preview. What's the what's the real take? I've done it. I, I don't I don't think that. Jeff, what are you saying? Go ahead, say what you're gonna say. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I. You see how I, I planned the seed. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Jeff, I'm, Jeff, Jeff is definitely trying to spoil the non-subjective segment, but we are still gonna have the non-subjective segment. But before we do so, no, y'all, y'all just don't have enough, bro. Like y'all just don't have enough. Like, to, to what? Interesting. To win a game, wow, like to win, win a, a game. Like, look, look, I'm gonna break it down to you. Like, like, like this. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, bro. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Look, the Lakers have they they run through Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Damian Lillard is a top ten player in the league. Yeah. Okay. They ran through James Harden and Russell Westbrook. That's two top ten players in the league. Okay, so what? They ran through Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. That's another top ten player and the mm. hottest player in the bubble. Interesting. That's five okay. games each. Okay. Your best player has been playing like ass. a glorified Quinn no, Richardson. No, ass. Yeah, ass. Like for for for. Yeah, that forty point game. So, yeah, Giannis, and he didn't look real regular. Like let's 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 call it what it is. Jimmy you know what I mean? points and forty three percent shooting, eleven percent from three against the Celtics. <laughs> see here's see here's here's where you I've mess up it. the can man. The I've can man it. doesn't need to be the can man until he needs to be it. It There's ain't gonna other- be close if he got seven points going into the fourth. <laughs> it ain't gonna be close. Bam not getting thirty-two on this. Yeah, Bam round. not. Yeah, this ain't Daniel Tice and Jalen Brown that's guarding you this round, buddy. Like, let's let's keep it let's keep it one hundred. Like, it's- Bam, Bam, and Bam let's, let's, let's 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 be clear with Bam and Anthony Davis. That is going to be the matchup of the series. That's going to be the matchup of the series. I, I think I think it is over already. Then it is no, over. oh man, no, no. So, 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 what about okay I so. So okay, so sweep, so sweep is what you're saying. Sweep is Bam, what you're saying. Bam is the same height as LeBron, bro. What does that mean? Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard bigger. You you ain't as big as my little homie, bro. That's how Anthony Davis looking at him. You 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 right, you, up, bro? you the same size as, as my as as my as my little homie. LeBron, my OG. Anthony Davis is not thinking that way in his first finals. No, I refuse. Over. I refuse to believe it. I'm shooting. I refuse over. to believe it. What AD get against y'all in Miami this year? How many points he have? What did he have that one? Uh, what did he have? Thirty-three. That one game? I think. Uh, what do you have? What do you have? Okay. What do you have when we play? When you played on LA first game of the season? When we played our first time? What was it like twenty-nine? Twenty-nine. Yeah, like y'all played that zone, and and what happened when y'all played that zone second half? The the Lakers blew y'all out. We ran past y'all. See, see, talk, talking shit about. See, there's a lot of people that have been crit- critical and uh, critiquing the zone. Don't worry, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry right, about I'm, it, I'm, sweetheart. Also, 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 okay, okay. So let, let's get I'm to this. I'm glad you brought that up. They will not be able to play anything other than zone. Yeah, I was gonna say if y'all play man, Duncan Robinson, Dragic, and Harrell are dying. There's gonna, there's gonna be a game. There's gonna be a game plan. There's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a game plan. It's gonna be a game plan. Everybody say you got a game plan until until LeBron and AD are on the court against you, bro. <laughs> but I, I will, you know, to touch on what we talked about earlier about Spolster getting his like due credit. I am like that's our biggest advantage this year. Yeah. There's a clear coaching advantage, and obviously the coach can't play, but I'm very interested to see how Spolstra, who had Brian obviously for four years and 
one of the best coaches, how he like figures out a game plan for how we're going to slow down Bron. Or, I don't know if he's going to do what, you know, the Mavs did in 2010. I mean, 2011. Yeah, that won't work. That won't work now. Won't but, work. you know, doing the zone, the man, every play, like just keeping them on his, on his toes, giving them different looks. I don't really know, but I, I do think Spolstra – that's why I'm giving them a game. And I think Spolstra will outcoach Vogel. And that will give them at least. I'm gonna tell you what, where y'all, where how y'all, how y'all win a game this series, Mark. How we win? How Miami wins a game? I'm more focused on this sweep. And here's yeah, what I actually want to say about this sweep. I'm, I'm gonna tell you how y'all win a game. On Wednesday night, we come out and we play Javale McGee. We start Javale. Oh, for the love, Javale, Javale McGee is gonna be the reason you lose game one. Yeah, yeah. his minutes, his ten minutes that that he will play or whatever, twelve minutes, they will get smoked, and that will be how y'all win that game. If JaVale does not start, if they start Dwight Howard out the gate, it's quiet. It, it, no. it, it's really quiet. Bro, who is who who is guarding Anthony Davis, bro? I need you to tell me this. Who is going to guard Anthony Davis? Anybody Anthony necessary. Any anybody necessary will guard Anthony Davis. Because you know the you know, I heard that similar question beforehand of who is going to guard Giannis Antetokounmpo. This ain't Giannis. This ain't Giannis. We got somebody. He can actually, he can actually shoot dribble and shoot. The Granted, ball. he can he can shoot way better than Giannis Antetokounmpo. But I heard a whole bunch of Giannis is gonna expose so and so and this and that, and that was done in five games. But me and Drew did play for keeps, and I said on the play for I was like, "Yo, they got the wall. They can build a wall against Giannis because nobody else on the on the Bucks can be trusted to really come through. Like when you can build a wall against Giannis." Because the people he's passing to, you feel very comfortable. You can't build a wall against the Lakers. Against Le- you would be building a wall to keep LeBron out of the paint. Yeah. And if you doing the, if you build a wall, he'll just they'll just defer to AD. They'll let AD go crazy. And LeBron is gonna find a way by game two. If you build a wall against him, he's smarter than Giannis. He will figure out a way to to to, to dissect it. I really weird. like your team, bro. I really like your team. Trust me. Like I'm not even trying to be disrespectful when I say this, dog. But niggas just looked. Damian Lillard in the eyes. We look James Harden in the eyes, and we look Jokic and and Jamal Murray in the eyes. I am here to say for anybody, anybody who thinks it's a sweep, for anybody who thinks it's a sweep, dollar sign my man MC on Cash App. <laughs> we already got a, a bet going. We already got. I will provide my phone number through There's Apple Pay. On, Those are my two preferred cash situations. If you think that this series is going to be a sweep, dollar sign my man MC. There are at least three bets that I have right now on people calling sweeps, and that is where the disrespect starts. All, All right. right. Go ahead, Mark. Come on. The disrespect out. starts at a four-game sweep. I haven't said anything. Here's 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 where I am with the Los Angeles Lakers. And what you know what? We'll get we'll get to we'll get to what we have left for the preview. Here's where I am with the Los Angeles Lakers. Nothing bad has been said specifically about the Lakers from me. I know it's been a hell of a roller coaster of a season. A lot of emotions are on the line. A lot of things from a LeBron James perspective is on the line. But there's no slander that has started yet from me until Saturday night happened. Saturday night happened, and I knew as soon as that game five ended between the Lakers and the Nuggets, I knew for a fact that 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 the the river of past Laker fans, new Laker fans, were all going to chime in and say, oh, this is a fucking sweep. Miami hadn't <laughs> even beat the Celtics yet. <laughs> Yo, 
it's like, bro, like you, it's just this is not a good matchup for y'all. Like, I'm being if y'all oh, got the, a good Nuggets, matchup, Mark. the Nuggets would have been a better matchup for y'all, bro. Like, this is just not a good matchup. The Lakers play if you play that two three zone or whatever, like that y'all been playing, they'll put AD in the at the free throw line extended. And either you're gonna let AD shoot mid range jumpers all series, which is gonna kill you, gonna, that's gonna be death by paper cuts, or you're gonna bring somebody up when AD and keep him from shooting it, and he'll just lob it to Dwight or dump it down to Dwight, and they'll get two points every time. Like, it's not this is not a team that you can really zone against, bro. Like, LeBron will be out top of the zone, you'll have Danny Green and KCP on the wings, and then you'll have Dwight running the baseline. Like, it's just this is not a good team to play zone against. It's just not. And then you, you, it's also not a team that you guys necessarily can guard man up because LeBron is just going to come down. I'm going to call out whoever – who is Dragic guarding? Oh, he's guarding KCP. KCP, come give me a screen. Oh, wait, who is Duncan Robinson guarding? He's guarding Danny Green. Danny Green, come give me a screen. Who is Tyler Harrell guarding? Oh, he's guarding Kuzma. Kuzma, come give me a screen, bro. I'm going to the post on it. If Jimmy Butler's guarding me, I'm gonna just go to. Why the did post. you just call all the? Why did you just call? Uh, you know, I just I just remember that that, 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 that that was the disrespectful tweet that Jeff just sent me about the chain smokers making the NBA finals. <laughs> this is, bro. Like, like, bro. Let's let's be let's let's we gotta really look at this for what it is, bro. You gotta really look at it for what it is. Talk about it, Cam. No, don't tell him talk about it, Cam. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you hyping him up for? Talk about it, Cam. I don't, know, I don't even know who I'm going for. I'm just saying. If LeBron and if LeBron and AD play like LeBron and AD, bro, how do you answer it? Like how? Like what is your counter? There will be there will be a there will be a counter. There will, there, there will what, just I'm be, asking you, what is it? There will be a counter. You don't, you don't need to know it yet. This is why Spolstra <laughs> bats down the questions. You don't need to know it yet. Wow. Have you spoke to Spoke? Possibly. Like <laughs> said, possibly, yo. Like I'm telling you, bro. Like I really like your team. I I like a lot. I think Harold is gonna be an all star. Bam is gonna continue to be an all star. But it just comes a point where you just don't have. It's just not in the cards for you, bro. You, LeBron, the, 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 the disrespect is where the the disrespect is just where it starts. Get. And I won't say that. I won't say that bringing up if if your first conversation on the Heat when you think of the Heat being NBA final, if your first Thing that you bring to the table is hey it's uh uh lebron used to play there in uh six years wow. ago and now he's back if that's your first thing to bring up to the miami heat coming to the nba finals i feel like that that puts miami in a disadvantage in itself but the question that i ended up having after hearing last night's conversation is actually a tweet from jay adonde that i saw and i ended up retweeting it but i thought about it and maybe it's the fact that this has been discussed so much locally from a Miami perspective, sports radio perspective, that this conversation may not have been had in other areas that are not Miami. And I, I feel like that's completely understood. But he said last night, LeBron's the greatest player in Miami Heat history, but it's clear he's not part of the family. Such a weird dynamic. And I thought about it and I wouldn't expect LeBron to have the best, the best relationship at this point in time, not only with how things went down in 2014 and how he ended up leaving the Miami Heat in 2014 but just everything that has happened from a LeBron and a Heat perspective after that you don't really have I think I could count on my hand the amount of quotes or recognition that you may have seen from LeBron talking about Miami since he left I, I think I remember he was on the coasts by the by the American Airlines arena out in Miami and he might have said oh good old the, the good old days of yada, yada yada and that might be the extent you don't really get LeBron going too deep into what had happened or his appreciativeness 
if that is a word, uh, a pre- appreciation <laughs> of what had happened in Miami because it ended up in the summer of 2014 being such an odd situation where you can look it up and see a lot more from the side of Pat Riley, not only on how pissed he was, but how much he regrets what had happened in that summer beforehand. And LeBron spoke on it after he won the chip in 2016. He said somebody in the in the uh, Heat organization told him, "You're making the worst, you're making the big worst your decision in your career." And it's clear, probably was Pat Riley who said that to him. But probably was back to Dan Gilbert. Yeah, but it's just like leaving stability. But I mean, Bron did not really make any comments about Miami. But I mean, the only comment I can really think of, other than you know he wanted to come home, is he was talking about how he didn't want to raise his daughter in Miami, <laughs> like backhanded compliment, yeah. like. You seen the women out here, and then he just was like, "I want to go back to Cleveland." And I think he said he said that. Yeah, like let me find the quote. Hold on, but like, but I think the thing is also, it's hard when you leave a f- organization and, you, and it wasn't the end of his career. You play; it's been six years since then. You can't really show too much public appreciation to Miami and vice versa. Like Miami can't. They can't praise LeBron. It, it, it's against league rules. It would be considered tampering if they were like yeah, every yeah. time anniversary came up of like the Heat winning the championship. They like, oh, shout out LeBron or happy birthday LeBron or shit like that. Like mm-hmm. they can't even acknowledge him right now and vice versa. So I think that plays a part. And of course, it ended in a weird way. But like we all know when LeBron's career ends, Miami's retiring his number six jersey in American Guaranteed. Airlines. And they are going, the fans are like, regardless of how Heat fans feel now or what they say on Twitter or whatever, when that day comes, they will appreciate everything he did in those four years for them. Like, I don't think that, I think that it's just one of those things time has to pass. Like when LeBron's career ends, like Riley, like you said, Mark, he's already kind of expressed like regret for how, how things might've went when LeBron exited. I'm pretty sure LeBron probably at this point probably wishes things probably could have ended a little bit differently than they did. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as Adonde's tweet, I wouldn't say LeBron's the greatest player. Like he's the best player to play for the Heat. Like his peak, those four year run, nobody in the franchise has ever played at that level because, of course, he won two MVPs. They won two championships, and he was the Finals MVP both times. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's clear Dwayne Wade is the yeah, greatest. Yeah. When you talk yeah, about yeah. The greatest, and greatest, I take in like resume, everything, all encompassing. D Wade is the greatest player to ever play for the Miami Heat. LeBron is the greatest singular talent mm-hmm. and player, like just as far as talented player and what he was able to accomplish in those four years. Yes, that is the best player to ever wear the uniform. But Dwayne Wade is definitely uh, the greatest player ever. And D Wade was drafted there. Like when you think of all the guys that he you would even consider Miami Heat family, like Alonzo Mourning wasn't drafted to the Heat, but he was huge, that, huge, he huge was name, that, huge name, definitely. And he's like, he, he was like the, the guy there when they really became like a, legit a legitimate, like guys. contender and, and yeah. good team. Like he was like From, their guy in the late nineties, mid nineties, and everything. Like so, it's a difference. Like with, of course, Udonis Haslam being a career, a lifer. He's a Miami Heat lifer. He never left. Like even D Wade left to go to Chicago for a season. Yeah, Udonis Haslam has never left. He's been there. That was a guy they they drafted him. And he won three championships with them. Has played in five championships now. Six. He even he's on the roster still. He's he, this is six finals appearance with them. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty dip- much a it's pretty much a, a, an, an unofficial coach at this point. Exactly. I love being able to see his his uh, ability to be connected with Eric Spolstra and being able to be very very emotionally 
active with a lot of these players when they had that terrible game five loss. We we watched game six. It was a point in the game where the Celtics made a run and they took the lead. And I think it was in the fourth quarter. Like Haslam took over like the huddle when it was a timeout. Mm -hmm. And he was like getting into him like, yo, we got to be better. Like, like whatever he was saying to him, they came out afterwards. And he ran. He, he they 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 ran away from the Celtics. Oh, Drew found the quote. I found the quote. Okay, <laughs> LeBron, and I quote: "So help me God, if I see one more, hold on. All right, I have two boys and my wife, and Savannah's pregnant with a girl. I started thinking about what it would be like to raise my family in my hometown. I started to think about what it would be like to raise a girl in Miami. Because have you seen the women in Miami? And I know they're all. <laughs> oh, so ain't this a ain't this a bitch? He said Miami women too fine, bro. He was like, I can't, I can't." I can't. I can't have my daughter being raised on South Beach. I'll drop it in our chest. So but he, uh, he, uh, yeah, like, like you said with Haslam, he's just been a lifer. And even Bosch, Bosch is even more probably of a Miami Heat member of the family because he didn't. He spent basically the rest of his career in Miami from mm-hmm. 2010 all the way until he had he was forced to retire. He had to spend the rest of his time there. His jersey's already retired in, in Miami. Yeah, they just retired in the Raptors. So it's a difference. Like LeBron left, went to Cleveland, left Cleveland, went to LA. Like it's a difference. He's only going to be remembered probably as like a part. I don't even know if LeBron is going to be even seen as a part of the Cavaliers family as long as Dan Gilbert is the owner. Like he just came there and I did what I had to do for mm-hmm. my small town. But in the Lakers, it's too late in his career for him to actually be like to become a top five Laker of all time. Or anything like that. Like he would have to win the next four championships to even yeah, get yeah, into that conference yeah. of being one of the five greatest Lakers ever. You think Miami looked at him like a, a hired gun? Like how they probably do look at him as a mercenary. Like how uh, Golden State looked at KD, the hired gun. The, and the Miami situation is clearly better than yeah. the KD situation with Golden State. Yeah. But it's probably it's, it's similarities. Like you weren't drafted here. You came here. We already had our like Dwayne Wade is the Steph Curry in this situation. This is our guy. He's the ring. he's the face of the franchise. You'll never be loved won. here like Wade. Exactly. Be here. You'll never be loved here like Curry. Like Steph will. But but the thing is, he will. But the thing is, I feel like I feel like there were a lot of at, at, at the point in time of the Warriors dynasty. I feel like there were a lot of fans that were very vocal on the fact that we don't need K. We don't need KD. Yeah. I mean, we like <laughs> like literally, we just won the NBA championship. We might have lost terribly in Game Seven. We don't need. KD and those Warrior fans were very vocal about it to the point yeah. where now you have Durant uh, 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 being very um, vocal that those type of situations and of course the thing with Draymond and things like that were the reasons why you just got to get away from it. It's it's yeah. it's not anything that's that's enjoyable. From what had happened with LeBron and the Heat, I feel like ev- there was the acceptance of everything that was going on because you start off the first season of it. It wasn't like. Golden State Warriors, where you sign KD, immediate trip to the finals, win in what was it? That that was the five was that that was a five game series or that was a sweep? They went fifteen and one. The only game they lost yeah. was game three in the finals to the Cavs. So and immediately Kevin Durant gets Finals MVP. Two thousand eleven, you have by far one of the most embarrassing situations in franchise history to now build up a little bit more of an emotional rapport and be like, okay, maybe this isn't as easy as it may have seen. In, uh, uh, after July eighth of, of, of twenty ten, and then the you win the two championships and you do it that way. Well. Say it again. He, the beginning of the season for you guys was rocky as well. I think it would start off nine and eight. Yeah, yeah, like nine nine and eight, and then there was yeah. firespo.com dot yeah. uh, <laughs> Bring Pat Riley down from the rafters. It's crazy. They started nine and eight, and then they ended the season with forty nine and 
16. Yeah, they went on the terror. They went on a all-star, all-star right? after January. Right. They went they were crazy. Like they went crazy right. in Miami. They really they were the best team in the league after after January that year. Like and the way they ran through the, the Eastern Conference playoffs, I really believe like they were destined. That's the way it kind of I hope this the result is different, but it feels the way that this Lakers run did to an extent to in the East. Like they beat the they beat the Sixers in what five games? Then they beat the Celtics in five games. Then oh, they what beat a good five games those were, and then, then the they, Bulls five they the Bulls games series. Five, the Bulls, After everybody picked the sixty-two and twenty Bulls to yeah, the finals. You already know, Bulls in five games. Yeah. So they ran through that Eastern. Con- they were clicking. LeBron, D-Wade, Bosh. They were clicking. Like that's what makes the the collapse in twenty eleven so crazy in the finals. But like you said, I don't. I never recall Miami Heat fans publicly saying like we don't need LeBron. Yeah, like, yeah, I, exactly. I don't feel like it's like well, you will you will see. Well, we want because. What happens with that is the people that flip it on Heat fans and say, oh, well, without LeBron, you wouldn't have these two championships, blah, 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 blah. And you have to remind people, uh, 2006 definitely happened. And this was with Dwayne Wade, this was with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. So not, technically, yeah, te- 05, I mean. 05, y'all lost in game seven of the conference finals to the Pistons. All right. Yeah. So it's like, but y'all. I mean, but the whole, like, if you guys didn't have LeBron James, you, I mean, yeah, but we did. So, I mean, exactly. I you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, what, he's still an NBA player. He counts. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it, it brought yeah, up, it, it definitely elevates uh, a very terrible 2009 season and a 2010 season where you lose to the Celtics in, I think, five, I think they lost to the five in, in the first five, round. So, first yes, round. this is definitely an elevation. This is not Warriors esque where the Heat were battling in the NBA Finals against the Lakers in 2010, and then all of a sudden they right. just add LeBron James. But well, y'all didn't beat LeBron. Like the Warriors beat KD. That's why they fans really. It's not just that they won a championship. They literally, we had literally just beat you. Yeah, like, exactly. We, we, that's why they say like we don't need you. We we won without you, and we beat your ass like <laughs> before you came here. Like it's a difference. The 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 Heat did not beat LeBron in the, in the year and win a championship the year before. Like. It is a complete different scenario. Like that's why I think their fans are way more appreciative, and they will be more appreciative when it all retires. Like Katie's re- jersey retirement in the new Chase Center or whatever in mm-hmm. in go in San Francisco. Yeah. That shit gonna be awkward, bro. It's going to be awkward. Like it's it's just gonna be a weird situation. They're gonna cheer him while he's there, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a weird situation. I think when LeBron's jersey gets hung in American Airlines Arena, it's going they gonna show him. D Wade gonna be there showing him love. Chris Bosch will be there. Donis will be there. Juwan Howard will probably be there. Pat Riley and him will have patched up whatever their issues are. They, I don't think their situation is the same as what Dan Gilbert and LeBron's situation is. No, absolutely it's not. not. That, it's not that deep, and so it's really just two like alpha males just clashing heads. Like yeah. Riley thinks that you we had a ten year dynasty or whatever. LeBron, I had to leave to go do what I had to do. Like, get bro, were you looking at Wade's knees? Bro? Yeah, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like, bro, like 2014. Like they they'll get over that. That that'll be water under the bridge. And I really think that when it when his career ends, I think that the Heat will honestly probably be like the Cavaliers. Of course, he's from Cleveland. He's played most of his career in Cleveland. But I think that out of all the fan bases that like truly love him, I think that he will. Like they never burned his jersey, like mm-hmm. the cat. The Cavalier fans burned his jersey the first time he left. Like, I feel like they kind of – it's funny. Cleveland the first time was really the only time where I felt like he had the animosity. Like, yeah. after leaving Miami for Cleveland, people were kind of like, all right, I kind of get it. My like, dad my, my dad himself said, I can cheer for LeBron again. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he left Miami, like, all right, I kind of get it. And then when he left Cleveland, it's kind of like 
we watched you in the finals. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, like you, you, you gave your, you know, your heart and soul, and you brought, want a chip you brought a ring there to Cleveland. So yeah, yeah, what he promised Whoa. when he was what, seventeen years old. Yeah, like yeah, he, so he like did. He, he, you know, did everything he did. So I feel like people didn't really have an issue with him leaving after that. Yeah, I don't. Nobody's had issues with him. Any of the moves he's made after the first Cleveland move, like that was just that was unlike anything we've ever seen. Because in the NBA, you've never seen a guy in the middle of his prime, like who is considered the best player or at worst the second best player, like right. leave and go to another team. Like the closest thing is probably Shaq going to the Lakers, hmm. and even and when. It, Social media wasn't what it was then. There wasn't a 24-hour news cycle. NBA coverage wasn't the same when Shaq left to go to the Lakers. So it wasn't the same. And Shaq's was a little bit even more understandable because if I remember, Orlando was holding him. him. Yeah, Orlando didn't want to pay him. him. They didn't want to give him the money that he he felt like he deserved. Paid Penny Hardaway, and they didn't want to give him the shoot match. Yep, so he left and went to the Lakers. They they gave him the bread. Like, LeBron's move, the decision and the the Heatles era – me and Drew is funny. We were just having this conversation before, like earlier today, before we even got on here. And I was like, yo, that has to be like top three storylines in league history, like top three, like teams to follow. Like, of course, the three P Bulls with Jordan, the second three P, like as we just saw at the last dance, like how mm. big the Bulls were in the late 90s. And then probably the Showtime Lakers. But the Heatles big three, I can't remember the NBA being more on fire in my lifetime anyway than it was from 2010 through 2014. Like, every game that he played in the playoffs was, like, crazy. And when I remember when they lost when they 27-game winning streak lost, people celebrated like they lost. The <laughs> 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 damn Bulls fans. Exactly. Damn, they're dropping confetti. Knicks fucking dropping confetti after a one, after a, oh, after almost man. getting swept. Yeah, winning one playoff game in, in, in first round, the, the, the 2013, I mean, the, the 2012 playoffs. Damn. They won a game in the first round. Like bro, like every he got that was probably more of a celebration for the Knicks. They hadn't won a <laughs> they hadn't won a playoff game in, in what, yeah, like twelve years. years. Yeah, it's something crazy. And so you gotta think, bro, like that heat teams that was a moment. Like I'm looking forward to that 30 for 30 more than the LeBron Cleveland championship 30 for 30. I whatever documentary they have coming or they end up making about that heat period of time is gonna be special. Like I can't remember a team just they were the biggest thing in sports. And it was an NBA team. Like usually, the biggest thing in sports is like NFL. Mm-hmm, Cowboys. Like that that Heat, yeah, the Cowboys. That Heat team was the biggest thing in sports. Like you got to think, if that Miami Heat team doesn't happen, does Skip Bayless become what he becomes? Absolutely no. not. Does Stephen A. Smith get? Is he where he is right now? No man. Possibly. I mean, I, I didn't really see him coming back from 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 uh, what was it? Quite frankly, but then after <laughs> everything happened in, in in 2010, you just see what it's, we have currently today in sports media. That's not even the disrespect, Skip or Stephen A. Or like you said, sports media in general. I like, mean, because at the end of the day, those things happened and helped media overall. Exactly, it yeah. took everything to another level. Like everything got even. The stakes got higher. Like every game was do or die for Miami. Literally, from the first game against the Celtics in 2010, the season opener, until Game Five of the 2014 Finals against the San Antonio Spurs. Every game was a referendum on LeBron's legacy, on Dwayne Wade. On Eric Spolster as a coach, like you said, firespo.com, like everything, the moments that that team delivered to the NBA, it has not been replicated since, bro. Like there's been great basketball, a great product, everything, but that team completely changed not just the league, but sports, like media and the way that teams are covered and play, and an athlete is covered. Like yeah. that, that, that was a moment, bro. Now, as we talk about media, one person that has, uh, 
at this point in time, I feel like this is just going to be a forever thing for whichever reason. Paul Pierce, one uh, of the biggest LeBron really James this, critiques, well, well, critics of all time, uh, had one of the dumbest quotes that I've ever seen about about uh, uh, people being afraid of LeBron James and Draymond quickly put him in his place. But then he cleaned it up last night and said that if LeBron James is able to get his fourth NBA championship, uh, he will end up putting him second all time, of course, behind Michael Jordan. And uh, that might be big news. So I guess anybody who follows Paul Pierce, God bless you. But what does a fourth NBA championship do? for the biggest critics of LeBron James. All right. So first, Paul Pierce is absolutely awful at his new job. Um, I, just, I just think he's bad. Just know? leave LeBron alone, bro. He's, bro. he's not thinking about you. He's still he's in the league. You, he's still in the league. His the, the takes are over and over again trash. I think I've heard maybe two or three things that he said, which was mostly like piggyback of things from other people that sounded Okay, but everything else that he has said has just been absolute garbage. I just think he's not good at his job, but I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there. I do think that um, as far as LeBron catching up to Jordan, I mean, to me, you know, LeBron is my goat. It's just my opinion. Hmm. Um, in the overall scheme, of like in, in the in the grand view of everyone, I t- to be honest, I don't think they'll ever consider him better than Jordan. I, I mean, I, I just. That's nothing against what he's done or what he may do. I just feel like there's just some things you can't let go. And I'm not one of those people, but I feel like the overall thought is Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? And that's like I said, that's no disrespect to LeBron. But at this, if he if he can pull this off and get a fucking championship back to LA with the Lakers, and mm-hmm. let's not let's not forget what this title means to the Boston Laker rivalry as well. Yeah. By the Celtics, 17 year old. So this is, I mean, it, it is a huge, huge deal if he can pull this off. So for his career, to me, he's already certified. I don't, you know, to me, it doesn't, hey, I want to see him do it. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't really, if he does this, I'm going to, I'm not going to question his legacy. You know, at the end of the day, he's there. I know people say, oh, well, he's he's been there this many times and lost this many times. So I know he probably doesn't want to go to sleep with that. Um, but for me personally, his legacy is, is, it's groundwork. It's done. You know what I'm saying? He's he's legit. It doesn't really matter to me, but I want to see him get it. Man, for me, first of all, let me go back to Paul Pierce. Literally in May of this year, he said LeBron is not a top five player of all time. So one ring, he about so to one jump ring, He jumps from not top five. Like, come on, bro. That doesn't even make any sense. Which is just literally – I didn't know one ring – had that much value, but I guess it just makes sense that 08 team, they literally act like that one ring that they ran. Yeah, it's It's a a four-peat. Yeah, bro. So, like, I guess it makes sense. But for me, I'm one of the people, I'm a firm believer. I think Jordan is the GOAT. I think LeBron has a very, very good case to be the GOAT. Mm -hmm. Now, I've been clear with Cam for the last two years. If he wins a, a third ring, a fourth ring overall, a third ring with a different franchise. Yep. And in the Lakers, I might have to be riding in the LeBron and the Go campaign. Now, <laughs> it all obviously depends on the circumstances. If 80 is the finals MVP, I'm not going to, you know, hold that ring in the same way. But if he gets another finals MVP, I think, you know, at worst, I'd be fine doing a 1A, 1B type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with Jeff. Like, LeBron is the greatest player of all time for me. I also believe what Jeff said is true. Like for a lot of people, there's just nothing LeBron can do in yeah. their mind. Like you have to think 
like Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose, Paul Pierce, people who think LeBron can't even pass Jordan, they they were there for Jordan's run. They lived through it. They saw it. They experienced it. Like there's a certain type of nostalgia and just connection that they're gonna have to Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. The same way people who might believe that Kobe Bryant is the goat, they see him as as the. They they have this certain type of attachment connection to him, but for me, like LeBron winning this ring, like Paul Pierce saying it moves him second all time. Who cares? Like like fuck out here. <laughs> right. We don't care what you like, but, um, I think him winning a, a, a fourth ring, third with a different franchise, that's something that nobody has ever done. And so I think more than anything else, any other argument that LeBron would have ever had over Jordan, this would be what could really at least legitimize the, the conversation in the eyes of certain people who might not have seen him as equal to Jordan. He's going to have something over Jordan that Jordan doesn't have over him. Jordan will always have six and oh in the finals. Yeah. He'll always have it over. over just, I mean, it's such a phenomenal feat that it's like crazy. you can't be mad at, you can, You know, it just is what it yeah. is. Two, three Pete's like you just, there's like Robert Ory got three with different, three different <laughs> franchises. Robert Ory, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, like LeBron Having won a championship for three different teams, one of them being the Lakers, and like it, and it'll be just like, yo, the Cavs never won a chip. He got them their their first and only chip. Hmm. The Heat, his run there, it it took the Heat from they had a chip to now the Heat are probably a top ten franchise in the NBA in the history of the league at this point. Probably, yeah. yeah. No, how many other? Teams yeah, they got, got three rings. rings exactly. So they are they he took he them from like they were a, a good franchise to now. They are a top one ten of the best, one of the one of the, exactly one of the most story, one of the best franchises in in the league. And then he goes and wins a ring for, like 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 Jeff said, if they win this chip, they tie the Celtics. I honestly believe the Lakers are the most story team in the league because they won a lot of their chips after the color television and yeah. shit like that, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> they actually won rings with the shot clock and three point line being in existence, like. Right, right. Bro, I think the Lakers, so you, you he would have won it for three different types of franchises. Like, I went and gave Cleveland their first. I went and won two in Miami. They became a top ten franchise ever. I went and won one with the most story franchise ever. Like, it just adds to his narrative, his story. And like Jeff said, going to the finals, this is the 11th trip for LeBron. Like, when you say that out loud, it's crazy because this is, I mean, this is his 10th trip. He's only, he's played 17 seasons. And it's not like he did all like these are all spread out either. Like he went right. once in 07, didn't go go again for three more years in 08. And then took over an entire decade. Exactly. Yeah. And then just ran a decade. That's and, crazy, and the one time in between the last 10 years where he, he's going out, not, he's going to uh, nine out of 10 finals. The one time he didn't go, it was because he got injured. Mm. And he missed 18 games in the season. So it's just crazy to think about what he, somebody who comes in the league with that much hype. Like it said, they're going to be the chosen one, the greatest player ever, or the guy who's going to knock off Jordan to be the greatest player ever. Even if he didn't become the best player, but the fact that the conversation became legitimate, if for somebody to live up to those type of expectations is is crazy to think about, and to even exceed probably what people might have thought was possible for him. Like even if you would have told if you would have told somebody back in two thousand three, LeBron James is going to go to ten NBA Finals and win four MVP awards. Like, do you really? It sounds crazy. Like he's going to make sixteen All NBA teams. Four, four NBA. Four, four MVPs. Four MVPs. And like four runner-ups? Yeah, like a crazy number of runner-ups. Like half his career, he's been undisputed top two player in the league just by MVP voting metric. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just like crazy to think about. Like for the people who believe Jordan is the GOAT, there's a lot that probably can't, a lot of them, like just said, you just can't even sway their mind, change their mind. 
for it's people who believe LeBron is the GOAT, this is just going to add to their argument and make make it even stronger argument for them. I just I want to see it get done. Like I just want to see it happen. I want to be able to say that I saw a guy this I saw this guy do this for this many different franchises for this long. These mean like just to have this type of impact on winning for like like Mark said a decade for ten years. No, yeah. Jimmy Butler said it after the game. Like you like you've known for like the last ten years now. There's a test you're gonna have to pass. Like if yeah. you want to win the championship, the test is beating LeBron James. Go LeBron. You gotta go through LeBron, and like. To be able to say that out loud about an opponent, about somebody else in the league is crazy, but it's the truth. So it just speaks to, to how dominant he's been in over the last 10 years. And this is somebody who is coming up on a decade in the NBA, now reaching his first NBA finals. Yeah. And I'm sure he has been very appreciative of what Eric Spolstra and everybody in the, in the Miami Heat has provided uh, to him. He ended up going into some quotes on, the fact that he he gave Miami the idea pretty early that, yeah, I'm willing to leave. We just have to be uh, available to win right now. So thankfully, things like that ended up working out for Miami in an area where they are now in the NBA Finals. And you see it literally from day one, even though he missed game one of, um, of the regular season. You, you heard these types of things from Jimmy immediately of his belief in this team. And... As they now prepare for probably the biggest battle that they are going to have all season, you start seeing the parallels that people are making uh, discussing the uh, not only the ability for the Miami Heat to win this series, but the fact that it would be a parallel to the NBA Finals that we saw 16 years ago with the very stacked Los Angeles Lakers and the 2004 Detroit Pistons. I feel like it ends up being in an area where it's, not necessarily a, a, a lazy comparison, but it goes to be the top comparison when you talk about an underdog making a name for themselves in the NBA Finals. Now, Detroit, despite them being a storied franchise uh, within the late 80s and the 90s, that ends up being a very big championship for their franchise because you end up beating Kobe and Shaq in an area where damn it's a it's a, it was a rarity for people to pick you in that series now Miami is going to be faced with a similar situation where you go up just like how we we're talking about the dominance of Kobe and Shaq you talk about a LeBron James and an Anthony Davis how do those parallels make you feel when looking at this heat compared to those Pistons uh, well Detroit with the three sheet that year right yeah and Detroit yeah yeah they they lost in conference finals a year before, right? So yeah, they had even make strides. I remember. Then they traded for Rasheed in the, in the middle, middle of the season, year. yeah. And you know they looked like underdogs. Obviously, the other team had four future Hall of Fame with Carl Malone, yeah. Gary Payton, Kobe, and Shaq. Yeah. But when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, that team got broken up literally the next year. Shaq is traded to Miami. Kobe and them don't make the playoffs, and Detroit goes to four straight. They went back to the NBA finals, finals the next year. The, mm. yeah, final of the next year and then lost in seven to the Spurs. Four straight conference finals yeah. after that. So like they were a well-oiled machine, but it's kind of funny. Can Miami will Miami be back in the Easter Conference final next year? Like it's it's kind of funny when you think of Detroit broke through that point and never looked back. So maybe Miami it can happen for them too. Yeah, I think I agree with Mark. It is kind of a lazy comparison in my opinion, because even though the talent discrepancy might be the same the that lakers team had horrible chemistry with, yeah. with yeah. kobe was flying to colorado before and after yeah. playoff game. Yeah. Right, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, like real talk, then like so that 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 affects your chemistry. Like he's not present besides game right. day. Right. Yeah. Then like Carl Malone making the comments on Vanessa and everything, and Kobe not seeing eye to eye with Carl Malone that season. Kobe and Shaq also like the rift is is growing wider and wider between those two. Kobe thinks he's the best player on the team at this point. Carl Malone getting hurt didn't help. Carl Malone was hurt. He didn't even play in the finals. Like so, it was like I do think it's a lazy comparison because like that Lakers team. When you see people talk about this Lakers team, one of the main things they talk about is how good the chemistry is mm-hmm. with this. And like that Lakers team had probably all time bad <laughs> chemistry. They were just so much more talented than everybody else. They could overcome it. You still have Kobe. You still have Shaq. And Gary Payton and Carl Malone are, are secondary players on the team. You're going to be really good, regardless if they hate each other or not. Facts. Um, I also I also want to want to talk about the Heat and Jimmy Butler. Like what Mark was saying, they, that franchise has to be given a lot of credit for for this run because when LeBron left in 2014, when Wade left in 2016, 16. I believe. When Bosch had to was forced to retire because of blood clots, yep. a lot of different franchises would have bottomed out. They would have mm-hmm. bottomed out, and they would have just tanked. We're gonna tank. We're gonna tank and we're gonna try to just go go ahead and get the top pick in the draft. Try to tank and just be as bad as possible to get to become good. They never tanked. They never they never bottomed out. They Pat Riley gave out a few questionable contracts Bro, during that I, time. I'm glad you brought that up. They gave I didn't, I didn't let Mark hold it. Yeah, I had to tell him. Johnson. Yeah. Wiseman, James Whiteside. Johnson, they get yeah. Whiteside. They chose Whiteside way pretty they, much. They gave, hey, hey, but they cleared those contracts yeah. very smart as well. So they cleared they them. Working out. It was fucking Brooklyn that made that damn Tyler Johnson contract because they wanted to get fifty million. It's like ah, do we get yeah. we get rid of Tyler Johnson? And yeah. hindsight twenty twenty, be like man, you can let Tyler Johnson leave right now. But exactly. you could have you could have had Brooklyn take that L. You end up taking that James Johnson. <laughs> was uh, a pretty bad contract in itself. A lot of people just critiqued a lot of those forty million deals. I even yeah. saw as as much as Drogic has made such a. I'm so proud of Goran Drogic. The, the amount of times that he's been in trade conversations, yeah. contract uh, contract you, critiques, man. things Spoh, like that. Really, I thought you were gonna really, Bro, Spro Spo truly just took Drogic's game and fixed it, bro. Like he really just. He he just he took it to a new level, man. I, I told Mark a few weeks ago on the show, you know, it's like I feel like and and, and Duncan as well, like those two especially to me. I think Spo has he yeah. needs a lot of credit for getting those guys on on the right ta- like on the right path to to yeah. get to this point. I think that just speaks to like the Miami Heat. Like when people say franchises and organizations have a certain type of culture, it can sound cliche, it can sound overplayed, but like they really have a standard that they hold guys to. When they come into the when they come into their building, like you see, even a guy like Tyler Johnson being able to get fifty million, that speaks to like the player development and what they do down there in Miami. Deion Waiters had the best; he had a career revival pretty much when he went to Miami. Yeah, you saw that game when Clay Thompson, like Kendrick Nunn, undrafted rookie, finishes second in, in rookie of the year voting. Duncan Robinson, undrafted, to now in his second year, had one of the greatest shooting seasons in NBA history. And in a weird way, those contracts, as bad as they were. They they ended up paying dividends not only that because they were able to move them but those contracts being that bad and it, it, it made Miami to the point where they weren't bottomed out completely but they weren't good enough to make the playoffs they don't get Bam Adebayo or Tyler Hero if they don't if those if they don't have those contracts and aren't drafting in the 13 14 range instead of wherever else they might have been drafting and mm-hmm. those two guys have probably those two guys have been two of the four best players on the team that are now 
finds themselves in the NBA Finals. So you you have to give Pat Riley, Mickey Harrison, all of those guys in the organizations, Eric Spolster, like a crazy amount of credit that they showed that you can really get back to the mountaintop and compete at a high level without bottoming out. It just you have to hit on draft picks and you have to just have a, a culture that is committed to team development and player development. Like even a guy like Derek Jones Jr., he's much better than he was in Phoenix. Like when he was in Phoenix in the beginning of his career, he's much better now in Miami mm-hmm. than he ever was. Like these are guys that other teams might not have seen any value in or thought they were going to be good enough. And Miami has turned them into Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler is a guy like three franchises said we're good. Three franchises said we're good on Jimmy Butler. And I'm sure he would have been more than willing to stay in Chicago if Chicago was able to to provide, yes, we are going to be in the path of winning, but we yeah. have to add X, Y, and Z. And they didn't. No, he wanted to stay in Chicago. That's where they he didn't wanted want to be. pay him. They didn't want to pay him. And it, it, like they, they so and he, they, they essentially picked him and Fred Hoy Fred Hoyberg over, over him. him. Yeah. Because Wade yeah, which is Butler having issues with yeah. Fred Hoyberg. And then they ended up firing him yeah. less than a year. Yeah. And so it's like Jimmy Butler is a guy like you Steve Nash talked about this in his podcast on the podcast with JJ Reddick. And he was like, the Heat have to get credit because they can identify a guy like Jimmy Butler who might be seen as a malcontent or hard to get along with across the league. And they can identify him and be like, yo, actually, no, he's like the exact type of guy that we are looking for. A guy who's all business, no bullshit, hard nose. He's going to come in, he's going to work hard, and he's going to demand everybody around him to work to that same level. Like, it's a lot of jokes about Jimmy. 3 a.m. in the 3 a.m. in the gym, like he, I don't sleep, I just grind. He he tells everybody how hard he works, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like you just need a team that believes in winning and that's committed to excellence the same way you are, and you can see the Heat are committed to that in the same way that Jimmy Butler is. And even though they don't have a bunch of top five picks, number one overall picks like the Lakers do, they have a bunch of guys who are committed to doing their job, being a star in their role, and. It gives you a chance. It, it will always give you a chance, especially if the playing field is equal. If the playing field is anywhere near equal, a team like that can always come out on top because they, they know who they are and they all they all committed to the same thing. And so that's why the Heat are where they are at this point, bro. You have to give Pat Riley a lot of credit. Like Jeff has been harping on, on Spo this whole this whole episode. Spo deserves a whole lot of credit. He does, bro. He does. Top down. Like it, it, it permeates throughout the whole organization. And they are where they are for a reason. Hey, you hear that, Philly? Bastards. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> it's like the exact opposite. And they tried to microwave a championship after they bottomed out, and mm-hmm. it has not worked. Big microwave. They tried to microwave a championship, and it has not worked. And it's even crazier because the best player on this Heat team, or one of the top two at worst, Jimmy Butler, was a guy who was in their team that they tried to microwave the championship around him. Yeah. And he left. And the team that he's going to, the exact opposite of what Philly did to build their team into being a playoff contender is now in the finals. Like, you can't shortcut it. The work, you have to put the work in. You have That's to put how the work be going. In. They wanted to talk about that stupid 2018, was it 2017, 2018 series? Like, the they just 2018. flew Meek Mill out of jail. Woohoo! Let's bring him to <laughs> first they really did that. Did it now. <laughs> Wells Fargo Arena had him ringing the bell for the playoff game. Then got swept by the damn Celtics. Uh, uh, Philly, Philly, y'all, 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 y'all really funny. Y'all are really funny. And I'm, I'm, I'm highly glad. In the East, in the East, I'm letting it be known right now. Next season, I don't want to hear a single word from any Eastern Conference team. Any Eastern Conference team. I mean, I think at this point, you earned the right to talk your shit. Yeah, yeah. 
You got that right. Like and like Drew's saying, like it, we don't know what Miami's gonna be next year. We don't know if they're gonna be able to replicate what they did this year and go back to the final conference finals. But it's like at this point, when you look at how they did it and the, the standard that they hold their players to and everything, would you bet against it? That's the thing. Like, even if you don't, if you you might not bet on them, but would you bet against them doing it again? Like, that's the and if the answer is probably no. And that mm-hmm. that just means you have a chance to go deep. And if you all you want is a chance every year. Especially when you don't have a LeBron, a Kevin Durant, that type of player, you just want a chance. Like it's not, you're not expected. To, it's not title or bust for you. But I think that he holds themselves to that standard. I really, yeah, I really believe, I really believe Pat Riley and Mickey Harrison, Alonzo Mourning, Eric Spoelstra, all those guys that are in the off in the front office, they, they hold a, a standard of excellence to their guys, and they mm-hmm. believe that they are, they believe they're supposed to be this good. Well, I mean, you, you hear all the stories about Miami about. They have the most strict workout, and workout conditioning, program. conditioning program in the league. I mean, I remember LeBron talked about it earlier when Dion came from Miami earlier this year. He said, one thing I know for sure, he'll be in shape. Yeah. That's one thing <laughs> that's Miami you know. is going to do. They're going to have you in the best shape possible. I yeah. know every player from Shaq, Antoine Walker, they always talk about how Miami, they were in the best shape of their career. Yeah, man. Like they, they It starts from training camp. It starts from training camp and it, and it 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 carries throughout the whole season. Like somebody on their team recently was just talking about. I think I want to say somebody was on their team was just talking about how they didn't like they had to do that conditioning test or whatever, and it killed them. Like in the first thing, I, I don't I don't think it was Harold. I'm I just saw this like not too long ago. I'm I'm pissed that I'm forgetting it right now. But somebody was talking about it, and that's what they. You cannot play for us if you aren't even in peak physical condition. You can't even see the court. You can't even play for us. Like there is no coming to training camp, and I'm gonna I'm play my way into shape. No, you're gonna be throwing up. Like you see guys like James Harden. <laughs> so you're gonna be throwing up. Man. You are. Like you see guys like James Harden show up to training camp. I'm gonna use training camp to get myself into shape. I'm gonna use the first two weeks of the season to play myself into into to game shape. There is no you show up un, unprepared for the season. You that's why, that's why back in the day I was like, yo, it, I mean, it, at the time where Carmelo was was pretty much on ESPN fighting for a job i was just like hey you bring carmelo in then you can get him get him into some tip-top shape but that oh, what a what a fun six years this has been what yeah, a fun six you lose the best player in the world you pay white side 100 million dollars i cheered for danny granger <laughs> oh I yeah cheered for yeah. luke babbitt luau ding the the corpse but of luau ding. Luau day. <laughs> the lakers have had a lot of parallels I had Marcelo Huertas be my <laughs> oh my God. Rob Sacre. <laughs> oh, the Sacre slander has been crazy. Bro, I'm telling you. Stop it, bro. Yeah, what was the point guard from Michigan? Darius Morris. Darius Morris. Darius Morris. Wow, wow, dude. hell for the last 12 There was another one that I'm thinking of. Oh, fuck. Oh, what's his name? Oh. I forgot. And he was um, – Lakers fan really thought Jordan Boozer. Clarkson was the future, bro. Bro, <laughs> really, bro? Wayne Ellington started playing – like Wayne Ellington, Kendall Marshall, yeah, the man with the golden hey, arm. My nigga, Kendall Marshall, man, I ain't, ain't no Kendall. Was Marshall. it? I think it was Kendall Marshall that I'm thinking of. I think it was Kendall Marshall. man, no Kendall slander. He was getting double doubles. They were ten points and like Laker Nation putting up billboards. Nick Young, please, please stay. Yo, they was they trying to get the white to come back. Oh, it's crazy. Whitey had fallen. Yeah, like, like it's, it's crazy. Back. 
damn, now that we sit here and talk about this and how they had guys in peak physical condition, that really goes back to like when we were talking about how Spo got the most out of LeBron. Yeah. Imagine LeBron showing up in the best shape he's ever been in. Like that's why Miami LeBron was nuts. <laughs> like this, yeah. he had like 0.2% body fat and <laughs> was just running around terrorizing the league, bro. Was, yeah. That's insane to think about. Yo, that is fucking nuts. Like having peak LeBron, like if he would have came like two years earlier, that would have been ridiculous to watch Wade right before the body truly broke down. Yeah, like the yeah. twenty, the first season there is really what it was supposed to look like, because that was Wade still being Wade in my opinion. That 2010-11 season, Wade was still he, he Dwayne Wade. Was he was the best player. Exactly, he was the best player in that 2011 Finals, bro. He was better than Dirk in my opinion. Dirk team just they just won, but D Wade was the best player on the floor that series. Like it's just crazy to think about how. They they hold what type of standard they hold guys to, yeah. and like for a guy like LeBron to even come there, like a guy who's like a superstar who in his own right, like I don't need, like how y'all gonna hold me accountable? Talk about I need to show up in shape like this before the season started. Well, you know LeBron was showing up. I know, but he could have easily been. He came through forty pounds every year. Yeah, it exactly. didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like, like it takes it takes you got to be wired to for winning, bro, to really play for them. And that's the biggest compliment you can give them as an organization. Like they they identify winners and you gotta be wired for winning. And I think that they those guys that they have now are wired for winning. This is just where the buck stops. So with the what? <laughs> I was gonna say, so with that said, let's bring let's bring the proposition onto the table. I'm gonna just lay this table out. Lay it out. Put the blueprint on the table. Let's just Happy. let's just let's just have a talk. Laker fans to Heat fans, okay? Let's just start at the top here. Four games is disrespect. Can we can we can we can we sign off? Can we sign off on four games of disrespect? I'm not sure I can, but it's not it's not disrespect because I laid out I I fuck with y'all. I really I really well, fuck before, with y'all. Before he said you're gonna get swept, he he let he let you know we fuck with the heat. Nah, I, team, nah. bro, I really like your team. Like I really like I like I said Harold gonna be a, a multi-time all-star in the future. Bam is is gonna keep making all-star teams, he's gonna keep getting better. Duncan Robinson is good. I even tucked the Jimmy slander in, bro. Like he, I can't even slander him anymore. He's he, he's got a, a he's an NBA finalist. So like, bro, yeah. I, I rock with the team. I just we just spent the last ten minutes waxing poetic about the whole organization, bro. Like I rock with you, but at a certain point, everybody the run ends for everybody at some point. It just ends. It's just the way it goes, bro. Like dollar sign, my man MC for anybody who wants to take the sweep now. As I go down the line, five games is disrespect. Can we sign off on five no, games being disrespect? disrespect. I, I don't think I can sign off on that. Yeah, I'm not saying five is disrespect. Here's you where I'm. Five is disrespect to the Lakers, in my yeah, opinion. I, I really <laughs> I'm telling you exactly where I'm signing. There's a number <laughs> six here. <laughs> there is a number seven here. And I'm going to put my signature on the seven. You're saying Heat and seven, huh? Uh, no, I, I'm not saying Heat and seven. <laughs> I'm saying the winner of this series oh, wow. will win in seven games. Come on, Mark. Is that what you're doing? The bro? winner of this series will win in seven games. Are there other signatures on this line? Dude, you're a fucking fool. Bro. Yo, this is nuts. This is nuts. Hey, he man. said the winner. How is this nuts? How is this? All right, you know what? All right, f- fine. You know what? Let's just let's just let's just go ahead and do it. The non the non subjective segment with everybody's predictions and problems. You know what? Just just go. We're gonna we're gonna have everybody just yell 
what they are expecting and what they are proposing. Go ahead right now. Miami, in, I mean, Lakers in five. I got Lakers in five, Mark. I'm sorry. I love what? Yeah. Lakers in five. I'll, but I have a bet with a sweep. I've, I'm, I'm, I have a bet with Mark Forrest. No, you can't Lakers in five and then sweep it and then sweep it. No. I will say Lakers in five, but we have a bet for a sweep on. No, you can't. You can't bet. No, you have to say sweep. If you're gonna bet sweep, say Lakers in four. How confident I am in this series, bro? I'm not even scared to lose this bread with you. Like that's that's how confident I am in this shit. So if you're confident in a sweep, disrespect. You gotta say sweep. Exactly. You can't say Lakers in five, but I'm betting the sweep. Just, just, there you go. Lakers in four. My clutch wow. homies gonna get this. They gonna get this audio. This come out tomorrow. The game night until Wednesday. I I got bulletin board materials for for Rich Paul for LeBron for the clutch <laughs> Lakers. I mean, how many clutch clients we got on the Lakers, bro? LeBron, Jay AD, Lord, Tucker, Jr. Smith. That's two. LeBron. That's three. AD. That's four. Dion Waiters. Dion. That's Waiters. five. KCP. KCP. That's six. Yeah. At the roster. My clutch Lakers. We coming. We they gonna hear this. They are going to hear this, bro. They are going to hear this. Like you, they oh, uh, they will know that my man, MC Mark, he Mark he he, he has them. He has them losing this series in seven games. I, I did not say. I did not say the Lakers are losing <laughs> in seven. Gotta, I said the winner of this series winning in seven, Mark, will win in seven games. There is no sweep. <laughs> Come on, Mark. There is no five Don't games. The winner of this series will win in seven, and I am signing it. Oh, so can I ask you a question, Mark? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> okay. You're saying the winner of this series is, is, is going to take seven. We know how you think the Lakers can win in seven. What is the attitude <laughs> that you believe can win in seven games? Like, Good what point. are the attitude that for four wins for them? What are the four? What are the four wins look like for the Miami Heat this series? What do you mean? What do you mean look like? Yeah. What does it look like? Does LeBron get 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 VD in the middle of the series and he can't play? He can't run VD. like for, for, or wow. does AD? VD? Why can't like, it be eight for twenty eight? Why can't it be? Why, 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 we know that. Why can't, that. We know that. Why can't it be a lot? Why can't? It, what do you mean we know it can't happen? When is LeBron shot eight for twenty eight? Like first of all, LeBron <laughs> shouldn't take shots. I mean, he probably scored fifty. Like he's only gonna shoot that many shots if he really cooking. Like LeBron shooting twenty eight shots is a recipe for disaster for me. I'm being I need, I, I need help. Where's Where's Cornell? I he's shooting the game. Hey, he scored. Did somebody ring? Did somebody yeah. ring? Did somebody? Yes. Ring? Did somebody yes. Yes. Thank you, Cornell. Cornell, help. Cornell, help. Daddy, he is here. Yes, here. tell them. Tell them, Cornell. Chief, Daddy is here. Perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Effect. Always in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Oh, this so is anyways, crazy. Anyways, uh, heat and six. You can come yes. Jibber jabber the fuck up. I first love it. First, Danny Green can't shoot. He, he couldn't even shoot an old woman. She was crossing the street right in front of him with nobody else out in the road except for him and the Who old can't woman. Shoot? Mm. Danny Who Green can't do nothing. Danny Green is a waste of a light skin. We got rid of him. Mm. Oh my god. Also, KCP is he still on house arrest? But anyway, that's oh, we we got real that we got real fucking killers. That's what <laughs> wow, wow. Did you just snitch on KCP? All right, we have real killers that are cooked by a twenty-year-old from Wisconsin. That's Bro. fine with me. Mm. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, is here Anthony Davis, LeBron James. They can combine for eighty, but even ninety. They might. 
at the end of the day, Miami Heat are going to shoot them out the series anyway because they, they can't shoot to save their fucking lives. They're shooting, they don't even play them. Three straight games against the Celtics, Josh Shaw below 30. This is interesting. We shot 30 assists against one of the best defensive teams in the league, which is the Celtics, who are younger, quicker. Are the Lakers are better defensive mm. than the Celtics. The Lakers were better defensive. Not on paper. Not on paper. Yes. We, we, were, we were higher than the Celtics' overall defensive okay. rating this year. So, so at, the end of, at the end of the day, is this. We're not the Nuggets. We're not the Rockets. We take care of the ball. And oh, we I know y'all defense. I don't have no scores. <laughs> we don't have no scores? Y'all have, no score. Yo, Wait, have did, a rookie. Then B Rabbit, AKA, right now, bro. B Rabbit. AKA Baby Goat, AKA Young Tala 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 Hero. Didn't he just drop like 30 something? Wasn't he just averaging 20 something? Didn't Ben out of bio? Didn't Ben out of bio just pull this thing out and go crazy on him? Something? Because they're All right. You know what? Is he doing that against, is he doing that against the White Navy? Green time. How many, how many points is Bam averaging this series? How many points? against the white the how white many hour? points yes the white og oh, bam like wow. who, what is what is like the white because he comes to purple and gold and realize he played basketball again hmm, TJ, mm. what, what, is, what is bam averaging this series i need a number what is bam's number oh, is, going bam, to be bam like is definitely gonna average 26 8 and 2. This is going to be great. I like him. I cannot wait. Twenty six A and A. He said it. He signed. He signed the paper. Cornell signed the paper. No, no, no. I said twenty six eight and two. No, no. I said eight and eight. I said twenty six eight and two. Twenty six points. Mm hmm. Eight boards. Eight boards. Six dimes. Blocks. Six yes, dimes. This nigga turning yeah. into LeBron James. You gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta feed, you gotta feed Duncan Robinson. So that's let's say six times three. That's Bro. a bit eighteen for Robinson. That's a bit eighteen for Robinson. As many times the band gets to the ball, they go a handoff or a fake handoff, and he he, he skips it across the court to Jay Crowder in the corner. He better make the threes this series. You know, that's that's six and six right there. Jay Crowder. Can, and y'all are can ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Who outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis gonna do something? Oh, KCP is shooting 44 in the playoffs. Mm. I feel like everybody's been saying that every shit. Exactly. Who's going to do something other than LeBron? Exactly, and bro. Oh, everybody in five. Everybody's been getting their ass whooped. So, so Danny Green? What, what is Danny Green doing? I can just swear. Just a lot of y'all motherfuckers the the ball. Please make a shot. The fact you sitting here talking crazy is this is how Danny Green gonna have a twenty point game on you niggas. Like it's gonna oh. be a game where you make six threes and oh. and just, this is how the universe oh. works, bro. This is how oh. it works. I hope. Bro, what like happened last time Danny Green saw Miami Heat in the finals? Oh, no. oh, why, why, why are you doing that? No, I don't know. We're not in the American Airlines arena. No, we're not in the American Airlines arena. No, Mark, no, Mark. Wait, wait, wait. The last time Danny Green saw LeBron, the Heat, saw him, LeBron too, didn't they? Bro, what happened? To, the last time Danny oh, okay, Green no, no, finals no, 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 with LeBron no, no, no. and the Miami Heat was on the t- on the court as well. What was what was the result? LeBron was in a Heat uniform, right? Well, answer my question. No, no, no. I'm asking your question. So LeBron was in the Heat uniform, right? What happened? All right, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You changed. Cool. No, you don't answer my question. With a- <laughs> the last time Danny Kawhi Green was in the NBA Finals court, Kawhi Leonard won Finals MVP. What did Danny Green do? Uh, he might have shot like seven threes or something like that. Three point yeah, man. Against you niggas, <laughs> like. That's it's cool. Danny Green That's cool. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't know. Exactly. Hey, dude, at the end I of the day, it's okay. I bet you score game playing Danny Green right now. I say is this in the last decade, how many you know finals did he have been to? 
And how many finals have the Lakers? Oh, that's crazy. I think I'm losing signal. Uh, but anyways, mm, <laughs> but anyways we can't talk about legacy though. I mean, Lakers' legacy is well. Far, you can. Like, Here's the thing: the Heat, the Heat won the last team to join the league. Period. They're the one of the last teams in the expansion. They're in the late the late nineties. So of course, but I mean, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. Lakers' legacy is you know is second to none. No, it's bad, yeah, it's but but at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if we go from the two thousand right, like you know, it's like two thousand ten or whatever. The Heat, yeah, the last ten years have more finals appearance than the Lakers. It don't work Man, like the NBA didn't start. If we if we look at the last time the Lakers were in the finals, the Heat have been more. Exactly. Like, we can't. Well, we, let's, let's go back three more. Let's let, let, let's talk about the let's talk about the new millennium. Let's nah, nah, we don't gotta do nah, nah, we don't gotta do the year two thousand. Nah, let's not. Nah, let's not do that. Let's, nah, let's the last twenty years, like. Hey man. All right, hey, we say Lakers. I mean, you said Heat and six. You said Bam is averaging 26, 8, 6, and two. This mm-hmm. is all. <laughs> Time stamp for all of. Yeah, this. exactly. In, like in the finals recap, I need all of this. <laughs> Game one of the NBA Finals mm-hmm. tomorrow night, nine o'clock. Locked Be in. sure that you are locked in. Cam and Drew, appreciate you coming in. I had to tag Cornell for the last second help. Hot tag. Hot tag. Hot tag. Be sure that you are tuned in tomorrow for not only a new episode of the Check Fade podcast, but also a very special guest on Thursday on Play for Keeps. Be sure that you be sure that you are tuned into that. Be sure that you also enjoy the NBA Finals. We'll be back next week to be able to break down everything that we have seen in the finals and i if it's a sweep we will be back next week no this is not uh, uh, if it is dollar sign my man we're we're logging off on that dollar sign my man mc anybody who wants to put a dub on the sweep lock in lock in man lock in immediately we will see y'all next week yeah that's crazy